Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is. A Thursday, the 21st day of September. 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. And there is Kyle in the other room. He's the voice. Excuse me. Oh. That you'll hear if you call this number. 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get it on the text machine, our podcast, and you can stream us. We actually released a new episode of the BS Uncensored podcast yesterday, as we do every Wednesday. On the Odyssey app and the BaileyShow.com, anywhere you get your podcast as well. Uh, at Listen to the BS, give us a like, share, follow on social media, and then at The Bailey Show on YouTube if you would not mind subscribing to our channel. I know it seems like a lot, but in this day and age, you got to do a lot in order to stay connected. No, it's not too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tell that to my mother. <laughs> you tell that to my 76-year-old mother. Well, for her, it could be. She's not all up with technology, but... For the people that's listening, they can get it. They got it. If I were to open this show at my mother's house, she couldn't follow. <laughs> Not at all. She'd actually get angry with me. <laughs> she actually Jay, stop that. telling me all this stuff. I don't know what you're talking about, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> does your mother randomly text you pictures of when you were a child? Uh, yes, she does. Why? Because she finds them, I guess, at random times. Like, she has all these pictures <laughs> that she recently found. Right. And she calls me and she's like, I'm going to mail you these pictures because you're the only one I trust to keep them. Yeah. I'm like, my, okay. My, my mom just sends me random pictures of me as a child. And I'm like, what do I do with these? Do I save them to an album? Do I, What do I do? Yeah, you save them. I so save them. you have it to pass on when you're getting older to um, um, Bees and, you know, Caleb. Yeah, well, here's the other thing is... And I don't know where I get, I guess I'm assuming I get this from her, but she always likes to be right. Do your mom? Yeah. Shocker. I'm sorry. Is there something you'd like to say, Nelson? I'm just saying, you You are always right. Microfiber workout shirt man over there. (laughs) It's clean and it fits. So she sent me a picture, sent me a picture the other day of fat little baby Jay, Uh you know, and I showed Rach, you know, I've got blonde hair, I had blonde hair as a kid and all that stuff and and uh, my mother then texts afterwards and says, uh, she says, uh, this is what you were wearing the day that you fell into the fountain. You know, that story of me yes, falling in the I fountain and the pizza guy burning my clothes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she gave me a receipt a week and a half after we had the conversation where I said I was not wearing that. She had to go and find it. Right. That she, was her mission. She <laughs> waited a week. This is where I get it from. She waited a week and a half to find that. Mm-hmm. Send it to me, not talk to me about it, but text it so I wouldn't go back and forth. Absolutely. God, at 76, still sharp as a tack. She just wanted to <laughs> drop the mic on you. That's yeah. it. She definitely dropped the mic on me, without a doubt. <laughs> All right, Dirty Honey tickets, uh, they'll be in town at the Ace of Spades. Those will get into your pocket here closer to 8 o'clock. We'll do a round of nothing personal. And, of course, some more keywords for that amazing opportunity to win the Disney trip to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort 
with all the trimmings, airfare, room accommodations, ground transportation, uh, some cash in your pocket. Not cash, but, you know, credit in your pocket and whatnot. What? So you jumped on Nelson a, a minute ago about his shirt. So I'm like, I forgot that I'm supposed to be telling you why I was laughing so hard yesterday. You reminded me when you got on his shirt. Wow. So when you were out there talking, right, Nelson took a donut out of the box, and he came into our meeting because we had a meeting yesterday morning, and he was eating the donut. Well, as we were coming back to the studio, because we were there too early, you were standing right in front of the counter. So Nelson grabs a second donut, and when he sees you, he throws it, in, he throws it into his pocket. It didn't go in my pocket, but it did go behind my body. It went into his pocket. He put it, it in his pocket. It did not go in my pocket. pocket. Are you serious? No, so that she is lying about it going him. in my pocket. So you wouldn't see him with the donut. She's not lying because she walked by me yesterday and she was laughing hysterically. <laughs> what I did. And I looked at her and I was, you know, I was like, you know, Nikki D has this tendency to laugh because it's like, all right, I'll take the bait. And she wants you to ask her what she's laughing at. Yeah. She's intention. Oh, I know. You know, so she walked by me. I was like, all right, I'll bite, you know, because that's what you do. And I was like, oh, what's so funny? Ha, ha, ha. Making small talk, which I'm not a good good at or a big fan of. And she's like, I'll send an email to you later. I'm like, okay. I knew it. I knew it when I knew it as it happened. And she turned around just as I did this. I didn't put it in my pocket. What I did was I hid it around the side of my body, and I turned my hand backwards. Why would you do that? Because I didn't want you to see me eating the damn donut. <laughs> Why do I care? Because. because I said he- I wasn't going to eat no donuts, and not only was it I eating a donut, it was day-old donuts. Now, Nelson, let me, let me. And it was the second donut. All right, let me help. Easy. We don't have to keep hitting on the damn second donut. Look. Let me help you out with something. Maybe this will this will help matters, so you don't have to put donuts in your pockets anymore. Okay, let me, let me just help you out. When you tell me something, I don't believe you. Oh, great. I don't, but I don't have time on the show to argue with you or debate you because it's pointless. So I just roll with it. But if you tell me you're not going to eat a donut, I don't believe that. Of I course, you're going to eat a donut on Friday. I did not eat one donut on Friday. There's not one thing I think you said you're not going to do that you ended up doing since I've known you. I did not eat the donut on Friday. I did not, and I almost did, and I said, nope, I'm not going to. You okay. ate it on Wednesday. That's great, but how long does that last? You, like, <laughs> That's a record. You, Four days, five days? Your <laughs> willpower meter is broke. <laughs> You've got zero willpower, and that's fine. That's you, man. You own it, dude. Just That's, that's a positive if you own it. Right? Just be optimistic about... You know, you Just are laughing over there. No goodwill hunting power. I mean, you just don't have it. <laughs> I could not believe he was doing that when I saw it. That's what made me laugh so hard. Because at first I'm like, why are you putting a donut in your pocket? And then I look up and I see you and I'm like, oh, you're hiding it from Bailey. I didn't even know what happened. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right now. I didn't I even know there were donuts there. Yeah, they slick. were on the counter. <laughs> so just, just know, I don't care. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna be. I, if I ever, well, yeah, but oh, please, <laughs> you see me walking around with a donut, you're jumping on that. Don't you dare say you're not he's pulling out his phone. He's making a oh, video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I do it. it what I do it to help, you know, because I, you need somebody to poke you, right? He does. But there's, you know, he you, needs an accountability partner. How do I say this in the nicest way? Um, please show me. Show me. <laughs> Show me how you say this. You, uh, you, uh, you eat big. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a positive, but I'm going to take it and run with that. I'm saying that to other people. 
And, and when I when I you know what that means, right? It's 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 not the most appealing look a man can have. <laughs> So uh, it's just not a good look for you, right? So mm-hmm. I think if anything, if you're going for style points, yeah, lay off the donuts. <laughs> Both of you all eat loud. Both of you. you oh no 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 no! no. All yeah. th- okay, that's fine. All three of us eat loud. <laughs> okay, yeah. look, I'm not going to take myself out because I I don't know. But let me tell you something, chompers. Yeah, dude, when you eat. Like, we have to turn the volume up of 98 Rock in the studio yeah. so you don't drown out the music. Oh, yes. please. I don't oh, eat you loud eat. like oh, you my oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a tree service. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> y'all are like... Like, it's a slithering sound when y'all be eating. I'm oh, like, what are they yeah, doing? Yeah, y- yours is like a... Glass shrapnel crunching. <laughs> yeah, down. that's no lie. It's like somebody just chopped down a big oak and put it in the little chipper. That's because I'm eating mm. grapes. Grapes are just loud. It's not me. No, grapes, that's a that... peach, an apple. I mean, no, you eat grapes like people stomp on glass <laughs> no, at a Jewish wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's what you are. You are a Jewish wedding eating person. <laughs> so, you know, look, don't take shots. Me, glass house, you, glass house. You know, well, right. This no. isn't about me. This is about Nelson Hyde Donuts. No, this is anyway. about you now. It's not about me. You messed around <laughs> it, it is about you. It, it is kind of about her now, right? Because <laughs> Thank you. She, she sold you out hard. Oh, I know. And she just came in the door just a minute ago look, going, thank rest, you for being a friend. Look, rest, yeah. rest assured, I don't care. Seriously, oh, on a serious note, I, I don't. <laughs> if if I do say something, mm-hmm. it's in jest or mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help you. I've got no business. I'm, I am not the physical specimen uh, by no stretch of the imagination. You do you. If you want to eat that donut and that makes you feel good, I mean, it didn't. It, 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 of course it's not going to because it it's not good for you and you need to go on a crash yeah. diet or you're going to be dead in 10 years. But look, if you feel the need to have that sugar in your body I did, um, and you don't have the willpower, you're too weak I, to I not eat the donut, mm-hmm. look, I'm not judging. You do you, all right? Own you it. Do you boo. Own it. <laughs> Own it. Walk around and you know. Look, I'm weak minded. Yes. Hold the donut up. Bite it in hold, his face. I'm not holding it up. I've got no. <laughs> I've got no willpower. Yeah. I mean, own that stuff. That's what I say about people with disabilities. Like, for some reason, people look at those as disadvantages. Mm-hmm. No, no one else has that disability, right? <laughs> own it. If you were an amputee, have no legs and no arms, mm-hmm. own that. You're special. You're by yourself. You're in a very small group of people. Mm-hmm. Own that you have no willpower. Own that you're morbidly obese. I own the morbidly obese. I mean, John Candy owned it. Yeah. Now, he died on a young age. Fair. You know, but, uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd like a skinny Nelson. I wouldn't. I would. I would not. No, because he'd have all that oh, skin. skin. Yeah, fat bodies are funny, but the the skin is not Look like a burn victim, like wax is melting. Oh. Not if you slowly bring it down. There is no part of slowly bringing this down that will not leave me with extra skin. Well, just get if, surgery. If, if he, well, you want, you think he's, if you think he's needy now, can you imagine with all that loose skin how needy he'd be? Oh, no. man. You're going to have to lotion up my folds. You didn't get oh. it? Needy? K-N? Oh, needy. I did oh, not get it. Oh, I didn't get it. Jesus, See, your joke sometimes be a little deep. That was too heady. K- needy, like people. I, I understand. 
<laughs> I understand. You know now. what that means, right? Needing, like the need dough. The dough. Yeah. yeah, I know what that means. Well, obviously, you both did not because no. you totally missed the joke of the century. Yeah. <laughs> century. <laughs> Shame on us. If you'd like to start us off here. Um, You're not miserable, are you? I mean, should I be? Well, (laughs) I can tell you if you are, (laughs) if you are, if anybody's miserable, there's good news and there's bad news. There's an age of when you start to become miserable and Mm -hmm. there's an age of when you Stop being miserable. Oh, great. Yes. So I can give you the timeline. You might not like it, but I can give you the timeline. <laughs> great. Here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS, 916-909-0985. If you choose to use that phone number, I know damn well you will when we have something to give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can use it at any time. Kyle's voice is so soothing. It is. And I don't even charge you for the phone call. It's almost like calling one of those sex hotlines. <laughs> Yeah, see him shaking his head over there, old creeper, <laughs> looking through the dark window. <laughs> uh, so if you were to guess, Nikki D, uh, the age of where you feel you reach peak happiness, you personally, you're what, 41? Yes. Okay. When do you think you'll reach your peak happiness? Oh, maybe when I'm like 60. 60, really? Yeah. Okay. That was uh, older than I thought you'd say. No, because right now I still have a lot of things that I have not accomplished that I want to do, and I feel like I will have at least done those things by 60 and feel happy. Okay. Uh, Nelson? I don't know that I'll ever feel happy. That's a fair statement. To be mm-hmm. I think you're being serious. Yeah, I'm not, it's not, I'm not making a joke. <laughs> you know, and I kind of agree with you. Not uh-huh. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I do agree. Well, yeah. Actually, I do agree with you. Sure. But I agree with you. Yeah, but not aggressively. You're not like, oh, yeah, you're for sure not ever going to be happy. Like, if I were to ask myself that question, mm-hmm. Jason, when would you find peak happiness? I would say probably about five minutes before I close my eyes for good. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Why do y'all feel that way? Because that then we're human beings, and as much as people want to put on this facade of, you know, I'm living such a happy life, I've married my best friend, and uh-huh. and uh, I I love my life the way that it is, and if you have to post about it, it's a lie, right? Mm-hmm. If you have to tell the world about something like that, it's a complete and total lie. I would have felt like last year uh, was probably your happiest year. At least that's the happiest I've ever seen you since I've known you. So I thought you when I wasn't working then. in radio, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's professionally like I'm fine. Like I I'm fine. You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm a miserable person. I'm mm-hmm. the farthest thing from a miserable person. But I'm talking about peak happiness and peak happiness. There's a reason why I'm talking about this, and I'll tell you the age here that, that the, the scientists have said, but in a second, peak happiness is when you finally come to the realization that you've accomplished everything that you need or can accomplish, and you're content with how you lived your life, and I feel like you can only have that feeling by default right before you die. <clears throat> like, by default. Mm. There's no way that you can say that you've reached peak happiness because you have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. You have no idea what tomorrow's going to bring, but I always tell people you have to celebrate even your small wins. So if you want to go through life waiting until the end and say, oh, I did great, you're going to miss out. Say it now. Yeah, but people that use cheap staples, Office Max, motivational posters as their everyday mantra are lying to themselves in order to feel that way. You don't have to say it out loud in order to feel that way. And you definitely don't have to preach it to everybody else. 
No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying to yourself internally, you can mm-hmm. celebrate your life, your small wins, the things you've already accomplished now. Well, a team of international researchers have found that a children, a child's children's child's life satisfaction actually decreases between the ages of nine and sixteen. Mm-hmm. So, right out of the gates, nine years of age until sixteen, when we're all punk asses, mm-hmm. uh, our life satisfaction decreases before rising up and peaking at the age of seventy. Sheesh! You've got to wait uh... until seventy. I don't I don't agree with that. I'm not waiting until 70 to be happy with my life. <laughs> and, and, it, and to my point is at 70, you've done what you most likely will have done. Right. Mm-hmm. You're past your career. You've yep. got tons of time to chill. You know, money's probably not that much of an issue. You're at 70. If you wait until 70 to collect your Social Security, you're getting maximum mm-hmm. uh, monthly payments. So all those worries aren't there. This makes a lot of sense. So now you can spend the rest of your days knowing that you're on the back nine of enjoying life. I'm not going to make it to 70. So. Well, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know. But you, So you're just going to sit in the fact that you're just not going to be happy for the rest of your life? I mean, I don't know that I've ever. Yeah, I guess. I don't know that I've ever been happy. I guess there is a peak somewhere. If I had to say there was a peak that I can imagine, probably the that moment hey, you was. Met me 15 years. Yeah, what was that? Yes. What, oh, I got it. I got it. You're welcome. I got it. I know you're struggling with that sentence. I got I it. I know. Let yeah. me finish your thoughts. There you go. Yeah. Is there a second time? I would probably say the birth of each one of my children. but And yeah. that's a good second. Yeah. yeah. Second that place is. to you. Yes. That'd be the Fountain Blue Bailey. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, the Fountain Blue Bailey was fun. Hospital uh, kids. Wow. Yeah. I got it. I yeah. understand. Uh, from that group, they studied 443 samples that described how people felt about themselves during childhood, young adulthood, and eventually old age. You know, this isn't a downer, like, to say that 70 is your peak happiness. No. It, it just makes sense. Like, that, you should take this, Nikki D, as you've got so much room for more happy. You know what I mean? No. That's not how I take that at all. Because he's not saying you're not happy now. It's just you're not at your peak, the most happy you'll ever be. Oh, I try to always find something to be happy about or pull the positive because I can't live in the darkness. I don't know. Did you see Nikki yesterday? Did I see what? I don't know. She didn't look like she was trying to find happiness the other day. She was very upset. What day? What, What not day? I'm not upset every day. Are you kidding me? I didn't say every day. I have day. moments in which I am upset during the day, but I don't let it ruin my entire day. Well, let's just say the other day you were not at your peak happiness moment. I probably was not. I know. I, I witnessed probably was it. Pissed off. You were. You were. You were the opposite of peak happiness. You were unpeak happiness. Yeah, valley. You were a valley. You were deep peaking. <laughs> <laughs> you were peaky booing. <laughs> Overall, children say their life satisfaction drop off during adolescence, declining from age 9 to 16. Life satisfaction then increased slightly until the age of 70 when it dropped off again uh, until the age of 96. So if you make it to 96, you probably are going to start to lose that peak happiness. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I was just talking to Kyle about this. You know, in the morning we talk, you know, fantasy football, sports, Thursday night football tonight on Prime. You know, the Giants and the 49ers, of course. Big game here locally, whatnot. But as a fantasy football player, I've got Christian McCaffrey. So we're talking sports. He's got his sports radio show over at ESPN 1320 at 10 a.m. called The Insiders. And we kind of snowballed somehow from talking sports into this, like, a very similar conversation. Oh, wow. 
And I, I just found out this week that there is a guy that I went to high school with. I wasn't friends with him. I was acquaintances with him. I played in an all-star game with him. He was a very good athlete. He went on to play D1 college football back in the 90s. He was in great shape. We're the same age of 48, and he just passed away mm-hmm. in his sleep. Like, boom, the next day he wakes up. And I was explaining to young Kyle, I was going, if you can make it through that window of 46 to 56, that's what you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. Survive, like survival on television, uh-huh. survival in real life is 46 to 56. That's for men and women. Because you look at your timeline now, as we get older, we're losing people left and right. We are, and mm-hmm. a lot younger at that. You're absolutely right. And, you know, for whatever reason it is, you know, God forbid they decide to take it upon themselves or, you know, it's just a freak whatever. Mm-hmm. God said, hey, it was time I need you to come and take a visit. Uh, whatever the case may be, it's happening. Mm-hmm. And that 46 to 56. So you make it past 56, know that you just have 24 more years for right. your peak, or no, 14 beat. more years for your peak happiness. Or you go ahead and start being happy now because you made it. it you're missing the point. Like Nelson said mm-hmm. very well, by the way. Thank you. Doesn't mean you're not happy now. Your peak happiness. I get you. Just imagine how much more happy you're going to get. I'm just trying to imagine it. I don't see how happy I'm going to be. At Are 70. you happy with the money that you make? No. Of course not. Why not? Because I want more. All right. Because you have not hit your peak salary. Exactly. It's the same thing with your peak happiness. But you're happy that you're collecting a paycheck because there's so many people that aren't. Absolutely. And you have to be appreciative of what mm-hmm. you have. That's what I'm saying right there. Well, no, it's not what you're saying. You're saying that's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying to try to convey to you <laughs> and explain to the toddler that's what you should be saying. That's what I'm saying. Right. Thank you. No. Go and hang out with Microfiber Boy. <laughs> I need to see that shirt. Wait till the break. Don't worry about this shirt. I'm about to come look at it. <laughs> Accentuate your breasts. <laughs> it does. Yeah. The C cups are seeing right now. They're supposed to be pecs. <laughs> they're perky though. Yeah. Well, little nips. They're like hex. I got tiny little nips. Yeah. That's great. Damn good, good talk. Right. Really? <laughs> that's what you got? Tiny <laughs> nips? Yeah. I do. They're, look how. That's okay. Got your no, first round of headlines. headlines. Thank you. All right. I'm going to tell you where <laughs> you may have some, uh, some unclaimed property and what you can now pair with your crayons. All right. Throughout that tease from Nikki D, he still rubbed his nipples. I did. Oh Just to let everybody know. You got any stories on nips? Nope. <laughs> we, got, tiny. we got four hours. We'll find a nip story for you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. And here we go. First round of headlines. Big thanks to our good friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. That phone number, 530-GOOD-AIR. Call them today. Nikki D. There could be a check owed to you by the state. H1. Well, California could owe you some money. The state is now holding a record amount of unclaimed property. That amount is $11 billion, according to a news release that came out. This is by the SAC B. And what is unclaimed property, if you're wondering? It's not actual real estate houses or anything like that. It's bank accounts, safe deposit boxes, uh, mutual funds. There may be some unused cashier's checks, money orders. If you want to find out if you have something like that, you can just go to the, the state's database, put your name and information in, and it'll pop up, and it'll go. you can go through the steps on how to claim that money. It could be an overpaid bill. 
Yeah. Like I overpaid on insurance one time and I did this in Nebraska. You just go every couple of years you should be searching this website mm-hmm. because there's you have no idea what got returned to you or whatever or you missed it in the mail or changed addresses. Exactly. I'd like to I'd like to know how somebody forgets their safety deposit box. Not to beat up on them, but I'm just curious cuz I, I know it can happen. Uh, probably like a 401k or some type of investment fund which you had mentioned, Nikki D, mm-hmm. that you took at a younger age and just totally forgot, mm-hmm. and it's accumulated to a god amount of money. I did that when I was in it, when I first joined the military. I have money right now. I know out there. I have no idea how to get it. Me and my friend were just walking around, some little young dumb sailors, and we went into this office because these guys summons us in there, and we signed up for like these um, CDs or art something whatever, and they took money out of our checks every time we got paid and put it into this whatever we signed up for and we lost our paperwork never thought about it i have no idea how to even try to get it yeah that's i think a little bit different actually i have a conversation later on the show about that they're called ponzi scams <laughs> yeah i think you got worked you think i got scammed yeah i do i really do oh yeah. man it's it's like uh what was it in the early 2000s when we went over to the middle east uh, and everybody was buying the iraqi money because you're getting it yeah. for pennies on the dollar thinking that there was going to be this civilization that blossomed from our existence over there, (laughs) you know, and everybody jumped on it the day that the news broke that our military was installing plumbing. I remember that. I got like four phone calls from buddies. Dude, got a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, all you got to buy is these Iraqi notes. They're like five cents a piece. They're supposed to, they're supposed to increase by 300% in 10 years. It's just, you got, no, I'm good. Thank you. You buy your Iraqi money. It didn't happen. But yeah, stuff like that, you know, that's, it's, how do you forget about that? And then, you know, you gave them the information on how to find it, sure. But, you know, I mean, who's listening that's actually going to do that? And who would even do it? Cause you wouldn't even know. Well, with the safety, safe deposit boxes, they said most of those are unclaimed because they're from people that like pass away and they didn't tell people where they were. So you could be a part of an estate that has like one of these safe deposit boxes and you can claim it if it's your family member. And then what happens if you don't claim it and the deadline's up? What does the state they, do with they it? They keep it. Mm-hmm. They keep They keep they it. keep the money. Absolutely. Really? Mm-hmm. They don't auction it off. It doesn't say they auction it off, no. Well, I don't How know do you, if that's fair. You auction? No, you can't auction off the money. They keep it. Sure you can. That's what uh, the Pawn Stars, you know, the or not the Pawn Stars, but the Storage Wars. Yeah. You know, like those storage containers, if the deadline comes up and they don't claim their stuff. Same go, with like foreclosure. Yeah, very much like it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like tangible property. This is money. The state's not going to auction off money. Sure, why not? I'd buy money. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They're going to keep it. <laughs> I would also buy money. <laughs> I would buy. How do you, how do you sell money? Yes, I don't. There, there exactly. Was, I, I, I saw yes. It was it yesterday that they auctioned off a ten thousand dollar bill from the Great Depression, which sounds like an oxymoron, for like millions of dollars. You know, so if you can oh, buy yeah. like old Civil War money, mm-hmm. Confederate money, mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that, you can get. You know, you're well, buying money. You're buying money. All right, second start. Now you can reach out and smell the colors. H two. Crayola. It's known for its multicolored crayons, but now the company also wants to be known for its colorful flower selection. Crayola has been around for 138 years, mostly making crayons. That, that's what we know Crayola for. Well, now they're jumping over into the flower business. It's going to be an online uh, business where you can order the flowers and have them sent out. But what they're, what they're planning to do is take 10 to 50% of every sale that 
you might make with their company and they're going to donate it to a charity. Why they're choosing to do this, they have not said, but they said they came up with this idea mm. during the pandemic. I can tell you why. It's why? Marketing. That's what it's called. They're oh. up in the price of the flowers and uh-huh. taking that percentage that they're donating to charity so they break even or make a profit. You're probably right because a bouquet is priced from Absolutely. $50 to $150. Nobody's giving away money. I, I don't care how right. good their heart is in the right place. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Kind of there, there's a plan behind it. Favorite uh, Crayola color? Uh, fuchsia. Fuchsia is a good color. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Love that Nelson. one. Navy blue. Really? Mm-hmm. I like a good blue. I've got two. What's yours? Uh, brick. Brick red. Brick I is good. I like brick red. I brick. forgot about that one. I would always create, I'd always make bricks. Like <laughs> I always make bricks. Like, you know, draw bricks and then <laughs> and, and then outline them in black. Uh-huh. I always thought that was so cool when I should be doing my classwork. Right. And the other one was periwinkle. Because that oh, was my yes. that was my grandmother's favorite color. And I was like, they've got a gram. I thought she made that word up. <laughs> That's a real color. Periwinkle. Yes. It's such a fun thing to say. It is. And it's such a pretty soothing color. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many boxes of crayons you go through, you never use the white crayon. Uh, no. I've been told that I'm going to have a visit with HR. Really? <laughs> I'm glad that's funny to you. Because <laughs> yesterday I was excited about something and I was walking around the office with a song stuck in my head from the artist that I spoke with, not realizing... That I could not, or not could not, but probably should not. Not in your best interest. Yeah. To sing the song, sing the title. But Are I you being serious? I'm being serious, dead serious. As oh. far as you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I had Nelson pull some lyrics and titles of songs that, just to help you out so you're never found in the same situation I'm in, mm-hmm. that you should not sing at work. And I'll also tell you the artist that I spoke with yesterday and the song that I was singing. <laughs> This one's a big no-no. Top of the list here. All right, give us a minute. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And thank you, Nikki, for blatantly highlighting the keyword here. You're welcome. Because I screwed it up yesterday. <laughs> I do. I'm being serious. I appreciate that. Thank You're you. Welcome. I get distracted. My eyes are going. Uh, so the keyword for this hour is flowers. Flowers. And if you're not in the know... I need you to take flowers and go to 98Rock's website, krxq.net, krxq.net, for your chance, wait for it, to win a trip for four to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Elani Resort. This is round-trip airfare thanks to Southwest Airlines, voucher for four round-trip ground transportation. You get room accommodations there at the beautiful Disney's Elani Resort. That's four nights for you and your buddies, a night for each buddy. And then a $200 resort credit. And all you have to do is continue to listen to 98 Rock, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock, a.m., 11 a.m., then 1P, 3P, 5P. Numerous keywords throughout the day, numerous opportunities for you to win this trip to Hawaii, carexq.net. Right now, you're taking the flowers to the website. Flowers, absolutely, which are beautiful over there. Which are beautiful. So uh, just played Zeppelin, Mm -hmm. and uh, this conversation that I, I had yesterday with rock royalty you know i do these odyssey check-ins for our company which is a huge honor like i just love doing these things it's right in my wheelhouse well at least i think it is and uh, i got the opportunity to to speak with ann wilson of heart and if uh, if you're familiar with 10 about 10 years ago when she sang at the kennedy center for the mm-hmm. kennedy honors and 
her and her sister Nancy did uh, Stairway to Heaven, which is yes. a song that you probably, I mean, I can just imagine the nerves to do in front of Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah. And according to Wayne's World, no Le- no Stairway to Heaven, right? No. It's just no. No. And they just knocked it out of the park to the point where Robert Plant actually cried. Yes. It's one of the most moving videos you'll ever see in rock and roll. That's part of the conversation that I have with her. So when it's released, which I believe will probably be at the end of this month, and we'll also play it here uh, on this show on, on, on 98 Rock. Uh, just, I mean, it was like, it's Ann Wilson. I mean, it's yes. like, <laughs> she's a goddess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you've ever seen Hart perform, you just know that the, it's just an amazing, amazing thing. So, anyway, I was very excited about it yesterday. So, I'm walking around the hallways. And I'm, you know, of course, I can appreciate Barracuda and Magic Man and all the good stuff. But, you know, as a, as a Gen Xer, I am a, a Brigade Heart guy, the album Brigade. Mm-hmm. With, you know, the MTV generation of hearts where that video for all I want to do is make love to you was controversial, uh, controversial. It was it was an amazing song and it's a fun song to sing. Sing it. Well, it's oh, here. To you. He's once bitten twice shy. So you don't want to sing it in the office. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm walking around the hallway singing the song. And then I'm told that I have a conver- I have to have a conversation with HR today. I can probably see how that happened. That's absurd. Yeah, well, were you making aggressive happened. eye contact while you were singing it? Well, were you looking at a lady? Yeah, like. <laughs> does it matter? Is it a new employee too? I mean, people who know you, maybe they would know that you're just singing, but kind of. <laughs> I was having a conversation, and I don't know. Who complained? Or if anybody complained. Maybe it just was a thing they just want to pull me aside and say, hey, redneck from Georgia, you can't walk around the office and sing all I want to do is make love to you. <laughs> We've got other people that work here. And I want to reply back, it's not my fault y'all have this open setting situation. Put right. people in offices. Then yeah. They won't hear me. So uh, there were a few uh, female co-workers that I was discussing speaking with Ann Wilson. Uh-huh. And I was very excited, so I was just trying to make you know an in, in, in office conversation and some were not familiar with Ann Wilson. And I was like, all I want to, you know, so you sing a song to get mm-hmm. them familiar with them. Yeah. And that's my go-to. Right. <laughs> I do the same thing. Right. Okay, thank you. I do. That's what everybody does. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm sitting there talking to, you know, a few people. And there were guys out there, too. And I'm like, Ann Wilson, hard. Are you kidding me? You don't know Ann What? <laughs> what does she sing? All I want to do is make love to mm-hmm. you. And I'm turning around and I'm singing it in front of. And then the next thing I know, I got a conversation with HR. <laughs> How dare them. Say you will. You want me to. All I want to do is make love to you. And strand it from that album. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. What a great song. So I learned my lesson. You know, each uh, office place is different. I was not trying to be creepy. I'm the farthest thing from creepy. Uh, if I need a character letter, Nikki, you can write me one. I got you. All right, you got me. I've done the same thing, just walking through there last week, so I'm surprised I'm not getting called in. R- right. What were you singing? I wasn't singing. I uh, popped into a friend of mine's live, and I was just walking through. We were after the show, and she screams out, I love white people. And then everybody just kind of does that nervous laugh that they do, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm hurrying up and turning my phone down. Here comes a black lady. <laughs> Everybody, run. <laughs> What's that TikTok? Run. <laughs> right. <laughs> run. 
<laughs> that, that's that's so funny, Nikki. Right. That should be a positive. Yep. That should be a positive. But right. You know how uh-huh. people do the nervous laugh. So luckily, I didn't call the HR. HR though. I mean, like you, block. You, yeah. <laughs> you, it's like you can't do one or the other. Like if no. you were to walk down the hallways and say you hate white people, that would be a problem. That right. would be a problem. So Absolutely. you're saying the opposite. The right. positive. I love white people. <laughs> <laughs> that should be actually promoted in the workplace. Yes. With all the hate in the world, you're talking about loving another race. Sad, but people definitely yeah. looked at me strange. It is such a strange, hypocritical world we live in. Mm. You know, like, I'm being positive. All I want to do is make love to you. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say that I'm actually going to make love to you, but I'm thinking it right now. No, you can't say you're thinking it. I'm just thinking it. No, you can't say. Would you're you rather it. me walk? Would you rather me sing a song in front of a woman that I work with that I'm maybe not a good friend and say, "All I want to do is not make love to you." Ooh. Yes, that's, that would be more work, work appropriate. That's rude. No, it's not. And you're telling her she's not make lovable. R- right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm explaining to these women that they're make lovable. No, yeah. no, 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 You're no. You're very no. make lovable. You're right very now. make lovable. <laughs> Who does not want to be make lovable? Hey, that's my whole goal in life. <laughs> my Hawaii license, make lovable. Make lovable. Make lovable. <laughs> so I had Nelson pull some. We're going to have to roll this over, but uh, I had Nelson pull some other songs that just to help you guys out listening. All right, we don't like to see two peers go to the HR. Mm-hmm. Let me go for you and make the mistakes and then wave the red flags afterwards. <laughs> So let's mark off the list. Heart, all I want to do is make love to you. Okay. Done. Let's not sing that in the workplace. Got it. Unfortunately. Look, I don't like the new rules either, friends. I don't like it. Taking notes. Taking notes. All right. Here's another one you should not sing in the workplace. Not HR approved. Uh, Now, here's the kicker. When you turn. Making love to you. Come on. And your point. Yeah. I'm speaking to Roger today. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not going to stop singing that to Charlie. I don't care. Bad company on the list of banned songs. You know, like there's always a time when like radio stations ban songs yeah. for whatever reason. Yes. Like after 9-11, like there was this whole banned song list. Uh, yep. You know, well. After September 20th, there's a band. <laughs> we'll call it Heart Day. Heart Day. Yeah. Um, so you got that one. Yeah, I got it. No making love, period, in the workplace. Can you also put this on at Listen to the BS so we can get it out on social? Just the list. Nelson will give you the list. Okay. I get the yeah. list. Yeah, just give, give her the list. So this is like a public service announcement. Okay. Uh, how about H3? You want to do H3? Oh, we yeah. can do H3, but you better not do it in the office. Yeah. Negative. You definitely can't sing this. In Instant place. stripper You're music. Calling me names and telling me you want parts of my body. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Well, hold on. There's a argument to be made about calling you a name. If you are, look, here's my thing with name calling. If you are not it, then you should have no problems. Right. If somebody calls you a name, whatever it may be, <laughs> if you don't feel like you're that name, then what's your problem? This is going to be the problem. You're going to call me that name, and then I'm going to respond, and somehow you will turn out being the victim. I'm t- so well, it's just safer for everybody involved. Don't call me any name. Well, Not well, to my face anyway. So. Let me tell you something. As a smarter person to a not smarter person, I'm just telling you, 
that if you claim the name, that's on you. No. Then your problem is with you being that name. Something's going to be on you if you call me that name to well, my face. Well, that's about to be an HR <laughs> violation right there. <laughs> I'm just saying. So why can you play it on the radio, but you can't sing it in the workplace? Right. Because people get offended. They're going to just think you're walking by calling them the B word. You know, I can't walk around. You don't have this on the list, but I can't. I mean, we can play Rape Me at 8 a.m. in the morning. Why, right. Why can't I sing that in the workplace no at 9 a.m.? Oh, God, I can't believe why I we put play that, that song. Well, it's, if, you know the, if you know the song, it's the anti-rape uh-huh. song, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's the opposite, but nobody hears that. No, all they hear no. is the title. And that's, you know, they, they you know, side note, the label wanted to keep that song off. They definitely did not want to release it to radio. Kirk Cobain demanded that they released it just because of the reaction that he saw from the suits mm-hmm. when they heard it. He's like, if I got that reaction from you people, can you imagine what reaction I'll get from the rest of the world? Yes. I'll never forget the that's first- the only reason he that's the only we- reason he pushed it to radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I won't ever forget the first time I heard that song. I was sitting in my in my booth and I was like, they're playing songs on this station about. Oh my gosh. But it's the opposite. It's actually... Yeah, you explained you know, it later on at yeah. some time, but the first time I heard it, I had no explanation. All right. <laughs> Did you really think I was going to get all through these in that segment? No. But would you rather have not enough or too much? Well, you gave Fair. me a lot. I gave 10. We can do this till 12. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the last thing I want to do is you look at the list. <laughs> look at the list and go, really? That's all you pulled? Nah. Mickey, stay in bed. <laughs> we got you. We got your show covered. Take five. Go have a smoke. I was having a good time. Well, <laughs> just jamming. Another one you do not have on the list is uh, "Slap My Ass" oh. mud. Yes. Played on the radio, but I can't go in the office. I can't. Again, going back to my point is I can't sing. All I want to do is make love to you. Be excited about my Ann Wilson conversation that I had <laughs> yesterday, uh, and I get in trouble. So I got that <laughs> meeting today. I guess uh, you want to hear some more. I do. Yeah, I don't want Nelson's work to go to waste. I don't either. Oh, thank you. He worked hard on that list. I can see. I'm just kidding. There. We're not doing yeah, it. Yeah, screw it. It's <laughs> <laughs> over. Uh, if you want to get in on this conversation, 916-909-0985. Uh, feel free to call that. We'll talk to you. We'll put you on the radio if that's still cool anymore. I think it's cool, so hopefully you do as well. Give us a minute here. Hang on. What have we learned so far? Don't. Sing All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart in the Workplace. Don't sing I Want to Make Love to You by anybody in the workplace. <laughs> I can't believe you buy into that. I do buy into it. Why? That's absurd. Don't you? Like, how do why? People it's, are a lot more uptight than they used to be back in the day. We've talked about this multiple here. times. So like, but that's, can't do why it. is that my problem? Because you have to work around people. If you were at home working Hell by yourself, you can do what you want. No. You have to work around people, so it is your problem. Hells to the no. Hell to the yes. Hells to the no. <laughs> Why do I have to change? Because people don't get it. It's called. Uh, yeah, tell me what it's called. Conforming to your environment. That's right? not what it's called. You just made those words up and put yeah. them together. You think they sound good. They do. They do not. I liked your energy <laughs> comment, matching energy. I'd rather you just said match energy. No, that's match. not it. That's not the same thing. So I did this yesterday because I was excited and I was uh, trying to bond with my coworkers. Uh huh about my conversation with Ann Wilson of Heart, uh, which we'll release here in, when we can. But uh, all I want to do is make love to you is 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 the hips nips, man. This video was badass. The song's badass. 
And it's, again, I wouldn't have sang the song if people didn't know who she was. Yeah. Which that wasn't is blasphemy. another song you could have sung that they might have known? Well, I probably, Barracuda, Magic Man, but they're all sexually charged yeah. songs. Okay. That's like part of Hart's gimmick. That's what made Hart Hart, yep. is that they were singing man's lyrics in, uh, man's lyrics from Lady a woman's boys. standpoint in a man's world. That makes sense. Which yeah. we, I do talk to Ann Wilson about, actually. It's a, it's very interesting. So I had Nelson grab some HR not approved songs to sing at the workplace. Okay. Here's another one, H4. Again, totally disagree. If it plays on the radio, I can sing it, first and foremost. Yeah. Two, that's dirty of you to think that I'm touching myself in a pornography way. If I'm looking at you singing that song, what do you think? You I think th- I'm touching myself when I think about you. That's what you're going to be thinking. It could mean that I make you scratch. Mm, I itchy. Mean, itchy. Itch. Itch, whatever. I make you think harder. That's why your head hurts. <laughs> No, that's not what you're going to do. I give you a backache? Because you're going to do a sway with it. Because when you sing, your body moves naturally. So yes. it's going to be like, when I think I'm pinching. Okay. Yeah, but what are you touching? Maybe you're just touching. Yeah. What, what, what does that have to do with me? What is your thinking of what I'm doing have anything to do with me? Because that's if I'm you. sitting in front of you talking to you, that's what you're going to think about. Here's the problem. Is everybody's me, 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 me. And everybody thinks that because they think a certain way, and we live in a, uh, a a vocal minority world that as soon as they complain, the world needs to change for them. You narcissistic putzes, hmm. right? I mean, yeah. me, 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 I, 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 I. Me, 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 I, I. It's how I feel. It's how I feel. And this is why I feel this way. Well, why don't you start thinking of how other people feel hmm. and what the situation actually is? I think anybody that knows you were singing to tell them the song wouldn't have been offended. I think it was probably somebody walking by that heard you. Um, oh, this is a good one. H5. I don't get why that's offensive. It's on the HR non approved list. Oh. Not just for this company, I'm, this is for the world. Loving an elevator. Living it up when I'm going down. Oh, that's what he's saying. Loving an elevator. What'd you think he was saying? (laughs) Loving a vida loca. That's what I always thought that song. All right, leave. Just go home now. (laughs) It's time for you to go to bed. (laughs) That's what I've always thought that song said when I hear it. I didn't know it was loving an elevator. What? You thought it was Ricky Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, I know you're new to the program, but I apologize. Like, if you want to, there's anything you want to say because I can. I can see you through the window, and I apologize for her. Every morning, I, I actually get an award. She's my make-a-wish. Sometimes I remix songs because I don't know the lyrics, and I just sing what it sounds like well, to we me. we hear that you don't know these damn lyrics. <laughs> you read something to them. Living La Vida Loco, what's wrong with that? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, like, what's wrong with this song? All right, I got you. What? Loving an elevator. All right. I, I never knew this what it said. Learn something new. All right, keep talking. It. I'm writing a note to Nelson. Oh, my God. What it's is so- a note to Nelson for? <laughs> because I don't know all the lyrics. Oh, my gosh. And he's showing him the note. Nelson's not going to be able to read it. <laughs> I was struggling for a second. All right, uh, H6. Oh, okay. <laughs>
This beat. You could have cut it up. Well, it, <laughs> I thought like, it got to this part better. <laughs> a lot of instrumental. But yeah, I thought I it got to the, the part better. Yeah. Oh, you know, Donna, huh? Yeah. Not HR approved. <laughs> no. Crazy. Well, if this song isn't HR approved, then the game we're playing today is definitely not going to be HR approved because all I heard was nothing personal. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Do you agree that this should be approved or not? <laughs> this should be approved, right? <laughs> would you like to? Would you like this to? Be approved. Would you like to read what I wrote to you? She won't have a problem with this one. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> won't have a problem with this one. Oh, you are such a five K. I no, swear not. to God. <laughs> What's next? So disappointing. Why are you disappointed? Because I like the song. All right, how about H8? Not HR approved. Okay, this is not HR approved to tell somebody to let's get it on. But this is an amazing song. And I have been singing this song walking around. <laughs> what did you write now? <laughs> what did he write, Nelson? <laughs> first. What? First he said it would be same same reaction to Donna Summer, Marvin Gaye. We'd have same. And as soon as you started talking, he wrote in capital letters, lies. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you lie, you steal what you've been stealing. I got to tell you, I'm a lot funnier on the radio by writing stuff down. <laughs> stupid nose. I'm not lying. Lies. I understand that this is not work appropriate. Oh, who can be mad at Marvin Gaye, though? See? See? I'm just saying. And then the, the, the truth. <laughs> same. Back to same. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really starting to think you are a 5K. I'm not a 5K. <laughs> you know what that means, right? I'm bad, I know. <laughs> Means you're a racist. No, I'm not a racist. <laughs> 5K. We'll just call it a 5K. Five of them. No. It's KKK. Far from KKK. It. No. No, there's only Never. one. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> well, according to the universe, those are the non HR approved songs. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how my meeting goes. <laughs> She's going to ask me, what was I singing? And I'm going to have to sing it to the lady. <laughs> oh. Pick a different part of the song to sing. It's a good idea. Yeah. What were you singing, Jason? Say you will. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. Is there any more to the song? No. I've got. <laughs> but what's the one that they really had a problem with? You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what illness a man faked to play poker and 
how you can own a Bob Ross painting. Oh, all the tiny little Ooh. bushes. Happy, Happy little trees. Yeah. Yeah. All right, second round of headlines. Get learned here in just a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's news. time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. And again, thanks to our good friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling. Dot com. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed, Nikki D. A poker player's lies were quickly flushed out. H3. Oh boy. The Tulsa County Sheriff's <laughs> Office is teaming up with the Motorcycle Club and the Tulsa County Fraternal Order of Police for a poker run to help raise money for a Tulsa firefighter battling cancer. There's a poker player who lied about having terminal cancer in order to raise funds to get into the World Series of Poker main event. He goes by the name of Rob Mercer. He put up a GoFundMe saying that California guy too. He's a California guy from Vallejo, California. He's a native from there. He put up a GoFundMe saying he had colon cancer and was trying to raise $10,000 to go to this tournament in Vegas back in July. Well, he ended up raising between thirty dollars to $50,000, but when he gets there, the poker players they start asking him questions about his condition well no it wasn't this is what's interesting because as a poker guy myself uh it wasn't the poker guys that got him it was the poker influencers oh the influencers were questioning that started him. to dig into him so i just i guess i never put this together now the world series of poker is on espn or it's on the ocho or something but it's awesome right it's it's on my bucket list mm-hmm. i just don't have the 10K to get in. Now, you can get into the tournament by winning satellite tournaments and poker rooms and different casinos and whatnot that have the the different satellite uh, uh, tournaments that they do, right? So this guy wanted the 10K buy-in just to go straight into the to the main room. So he does this crowdfunding thing. So years passed when there was no such thing as an influencer, which I despise that name, but these people in the poker world that call themselves poker influencers are almost kind of like uh, investigative journalists. They're oh, digging okay. into especially some of these younger guys that are trying to cheat the system. And, you know, not like the OGs like Danny Negrano or mm-hmm. Phil Ivey or Phil Helmuth and those guys like that. But these kids like this mm-hmm. just was something weird. And they asked him, they said, you know, what kind of cancer do you have? And he said colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And then he quickly changed it to breast cancer well, and said that he was embarrassed because he's a male. Yeah, he did that after he got busted. Right. And it just kept changing and changing mm-hmm. and changing. What a jerky thing to do. And he said he's not giving the money back that he raised from the GoFundMe because he he think he has undiagnosed breast cancer. And now he's claiming that he's been in the bed for the last, I don't know, however many months. Yeah, what a douche. That's bad karma, Horrible. bro. It's yes, absolutely. Not going to work out. And everybody knows you play poker, you need all the good karma, the good juju you can get. I don't think he cashed, though, did he? Does it say if he cashed? Well, like, did he win anything at the tournament? Yeah. Is that what that means? It doesn't say that he won anything at the tournament. They said that they actually saw him out gambling somewhere else in the building. Well, I'm assuming if if he did not, if he would have cashed, he probably would have paid it back, but he oh, didn't okay. cash. Okay. So he just blew 10K. Right. You know, but the stories that go along with that tournament, which makes it even better, you know, I say there has to be a story behind it. I mean, I remember there was one year where there was a father-son plane mm-hmm. and the, the father paid for the buy-ins for both he and his son. And he he really had cancer. And this was probably the last year he was going to be alive. And he and his son, he taught his son how to play poker. Mm-hmm. And throughout their life, they're just saying, hey, one day we'll play in the World Series of Poker together. Because this is like the, you know, the pinnacle, right? Mm-hmm. And he did the buy-in and they both played together. And I think they did fairly well. And then the guy 
sadly passed shortly after. But Aww. you know, those are the stories that ESPN will pick up, yeah. and that's what makes that's what makes sports so great. It's not so much what happens on the on the on the field or on the court. It's how they got there mm-hmm. and what they do with it afterwards. That's, that's why what, sports is so great. Yeah, and that's what makes it suck so bad for people who really have an illness that, that are passing from something and you lie about it. Oh, you know how I feel about that, especially that mental Ugh. illness stuff, man. It's the it's the one guy screwed it up for all theory. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, second story. If you have the cash, then a Bob Ross painting could be yours. H4. But a little palate cleanser here, guys. <laughs> painting from the very first episode of Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting TV show is now listed for sale again. The listed price is $9.85 million. Wow. The painting is called A Walk in the Woods, and Bob Ross is a famous painter who did all these paintings on TV. Um, The people that own most of his paintings have them in a garage, in a storage area, and they don't plan on selling them. So getting your hands on this painting is a big deal. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice to have a original? Yeah, a Bob Ross that you found once again. At a garage sale, at a whatever. You can probably get a, a copy or a pro, what they call them, prints mm-hmm. for a third of that price. Yeah, you can get the prints, but you want the original. The, for some reason, Bob Ross mm. was on our TV last week painting. And that's the first what do you mean, time. I mean, for some reason, he should be on every TV right. every day painting. Well, well normally just... our logo's up there. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying for some reason, an actual TV was playing and he was on there painting. And I sat here the entire show and watched him paint. I never seen him paint before. Yeah. It was amazing. You don't know who Hart is, and you don't know who Ricky Martin is, and you don't know who Bob Ross is. I know who Bob Ross is. Do you have Ross windows in your is. house? I've never watched him paint in real time. Yo, Bob Ross is uh, American. I, have you watched his documentary? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of documentaries. All right, let's just apologize to Kyle again. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry, buddy. Right, Sorry, buddy. Sorry, man. We like you a lot, though. We're just sorry about that. <laughs> There's nothing to apologize for. Kyle, just so it's known, Kyle did not shake his head yes or no to that. It's always the woman. They have a Wyland gallery. Not that I'm an art connoisseur by mm. no means, but I'm a, a fan of Robert Wyland. You know who Robert Wyland is? A painter. Yeah. He's an artist, right? Mm-hmm. So, Scott Wyland's dad? No, not oh. Scott Wyland's dad. I met him once, actually. It was pretty cool. <laughs> he uh he he paints a lot of ocean, you know, that's what his gimmick is. Ocean, um, so he's very into the ocean. Like in Sarasota, there's a place called Moat Marine. He did the mural on the side of Moat Marine. Okay. Very famous. And his his paintings, like if you go into the room, if the lights are dimmed a certain way, it looks like you're looking up. And if they're dimmed a certain another way, it looks like you're looking How down. How do people do stuff like that, man? Anyway, Talent. it's really, really cool. And I went into a, his gallery at Tahoe when we were there. And I, you know, pretended like I knew what I was talking about because I'm hmm. very familiar with the man's work. Sure. And I walked in and I'm talking to the art guy and he starts showing me around and I'm like, how much is that? Oh God. How much? But there's something to, to be said about buying an original piece of art. If you have the fun, I don't have the funds, but I'm saying if I did, I, you always go, why would somebody spend all that money on that? There's a feeling of accomplishment when you have yeah, it. Yeah. I want to get a piece of original art before I die in a piano. Those are two things I want. Those are two very odd things. I feel like I have to have them in my house. I have to go to Safeway today, and yeah. I have to get condoms and Gatorade. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, piano is very attainable. Like, she stuttered out piano, too. Because like, I think I was yeah. going to say a grand piano, but I'm like, uh, you don't want a just a big piano. piano. Rocky, I'm <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> 
All right, Dirty Honey will be in town October 19th, Ace of Spades. Uh, this is going to be a fantastic show. Dirty Honey is a great, great band. Special guest, Austin Mead. It is the Can't Find the Breaks tour. So I got a pair of tickets. I need some players. We'll do a round of nothing personal where we go to our super secret special website. We grab real stories of people right here in and around Sacramento looking for that love interest once again. So you, with the help from Nikki D, will have options of man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Figure it out. Tell me the right answer. You get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment is going to win the tickets for Dirty Honey. 916-909-0985. That is your phone number. 916-909-0985. Please start lining up now. We'll do nothing personal here next. Hang on. Hey, girl or dude. Won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexist? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson, our buddy Kyle. And, of course, we've got Mike in Sacramento. How are you, Michael? Great. How about yourself? On top of the universe. And Chris and Lincoln. What's up, Chris? I'm doing well, thank you. You too. Going to fight it out. Duke it out. Dirty Honey tickets up for grabs. Ace of Spades, October 19th. Uh, the pair will go to the person who has the most points. I'm going to read off real stories from people here in Sacramento from our super, super secret special website. Nikki D is going to help each one of you out, Mike and Chris. You have to tell me the right answer, which will be either man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. You get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal. You get about 30 seconds. Shorten these up. Does everyone understand the rules, gentlemen? Yes. All right, here's your first story. Nikki, you ready? I'm ready to go. All right. Handley's Folsom. You were trying on boots, and you told me your feet could use a good rub. I bet I can think of a few other spots that I could use a nice pair of hands. I'm ready for you to come home to me after a long day, still sweating and smelling like you've earned your check for the day. Don't worry. I'll put in the overtime. Let me at those feet and let's release your stress. You be you be rough and I'll be sweet. Man for woman. I oh, yeah, at the tangerine. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. About 30 seconds. Mike, Nikki D, what do you got? All right, Mike. Um, somebody's trying on boots. Their feet needs to be rubbed. This is giving me male vibes. They're sweating and smelly. And the end, they said you be rough. I be sweet. That threw me off a little bit. So I'm thinking this is either woman for man or man for man. Mm, good answers, Michael. Wow, I'm hearing uh, man for woman. Oof, that's what he said. Oh, hearing. that's totally opposite. All right, you well, all... it's your game to win or lose. But, all right. What... You didn't let me down last time. What do you so... want to What do you want to go with, Mike? I'm going to go for man for woman. Man for woman, that's a great answer. That's your answer. That's wrong. Hey. Yeah, man for woman is wrong. Chris for the steal. Sorry. Oh, this is definitely man for man. Man for man. All right. That's one of my choices I have down I here. love it. Everybody's so sure because that's wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Back to you, Mike. All right. Uh, woman for man. Woman Ooh. for man was my original answer. That's a 50-50 shot right there. That's a yeah. great answer. That's that's right. Oh. Let's go. Ooh. 
Back to where we started. Yep. It's Monopoly. <laughs> Woman for me. Here we go. Uh, Chris, the board is yours. We met at Chevy's. 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 It's the restaurant. It's the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Chevy's. Chevy's. Sacramento. That's where we met. I met you at Chevy's at lunchtime. You had beautiful hazel eyes and long hair. All I wanted to do was make love to you. All I wanted to do was lay in your arms and play with those curls. Your energy was magnetic. What a great word. There was a pain in your eyes, though. Who could have hurt you? Let me be what heals you. Wow. Don't let my kind soul fool you. I have a naughty side to it, too. I need to know if your skin is as soft as it looks. Don't leave me longing. Crying emoji. (laughs) It's creepy. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Chris has the board. What do you got? Oh, gosh, this is a tough one. I'm going to say man for woman. All right, Chris. So... Hazel eyes, long hair. I feel like that's describing a woman. Um, but hearing them say I have a naughty side, that's normally something women say. They call themselves naughty. So I'm getting more woman for woman vibes on this one. <laughs> but it's your choice. Whatever you choose to go with. What do you got? What are you thinking? I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Woman for woman. Oh, he's gonna agree with me. You can never go wrong, sir, when you've got woman for woman there. Locking that in? Yep. That's correct. That's Let's right. go. Stick with me, Chris. Stick with me. Nikki with the safe. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, back to you. Here we go. Nothing personal. Where are you, friend? Roseville. Where are you, friend? Where are you? Where have you gone? I used to love when you would come over and work out all my kinks. I don't care if you've Made new friends. Bring them, too. (laughs) The more, the merrier, as they say. But you know I'm always up for a challenge. Wink. I'll be waiting in that leather you loved so much. Leather. Leather. Kill a whale. Man for woman, man for man. Woman for man, woman for woman. (laughs) This is all Mike. Touch my pita. Mike. All right, Mike. Uh, I'm working out my kinks. Uh, bring friends along. I'm up for the challenge. This is sounding like it could turn into some orgy type ordeal. I think this might be man for man. Can you imagine if like Nikki was like trying to get, have an orgy with somebody? Like, uh-huh. You guys up for one of those orgy type ordeals? <laughs> you guys think of orgy? Man. I want to be up in here, and I'm kind of horny. You know, four thirty. Good. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you at the Chevys. What do you think of Mike? I'm going with you. I think you're right. I think it's, I'm going to go with Mickey. What'd you say? I said man for man. Really? Yep. yep. You got that out of it, huh? That's what I got out of it. Right. I'm up for the challenge. Mike, you locking that in? You locking in some dudes? Uh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's right. That's correct. Let's go. Tearing mm, 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 mm. mm. this game up. You guys are killing it. I got to tell you. After we got past that first one, nicely done. Here we go, Chris, back to you. Stay on par. I uh, got plenty of time. High risk, high reward, Sacramento. Really miss our hot and steamy adventures. 
the parking lots during lunch breaks, the secret trails we hiked. It was dangerous and electric every time. I could bend you in every direction. The possibility of getting caught only made things hotter. I was in my mid-30s and worked with my hands. You were the door dasher that brought me tacos. That's when we met. I'm free to play again, so let's meet up and let's see if we can make next time just a little bit more intense. Handcuff emoji. Whatever that is. All right, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Chris. All right. I'm gonna, go, go ahead, ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you so, go. No, you, go. you No, please. <laughs> Nelson, you go. Yeah, you go. Kyle, your turn. Go. <laughs> it's parking lot, love. Um, he's saying he bent her in all these different directions. He worked her with his hands. They're rough and tough. I'm getting man for woman vibes with this one. I definitely agree. Man for woman. You guys are good. Ain't nobody going away from her now. You notice that? She's on fire. As the Spaniards say in Fuego. Locking that in, man for woman? Yep. That's right. Let's go. Damn. Mm -mm. I get through this whole damn thing here. You guys are going to have to work for your tickets. Here we go. I got to go to the next page. Jesus. Hold on. M- C-M. Okay. I get confused. Uh, Michael. Passenger in the white Honda Elk Grove. Saw you at the liquor store on Saturday in a tight tank top and white pants. You know, I've got something I'd love to pour in that mouth of yours. Tight ass, ripped body, and the sexiest looking tattoo. You know. I could tell it wrapped around you. I'd love to trace it with my tongue. I'd love to know who you are and if you're the take control type I've been searching for. Enough riding shotgun in that Honda. It's time to take a ride with me. Hey, by the way, when we do this bit, Kyle, can you get at least one woman as a contestant? I feel really <laughs> weird right now. Yeah. We always make sure there's no woman playing. All right, thank you. No offense, guys, but it's just weird. Okay, uh, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. You just threw off my whole thought process when you did that. I, just I was like, I feel like I'm sitting in a room with Mike and Chris reading uh-huh. them like this. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, this is really, really weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I didn't write it down. What was I'm thinking? Uh, I think, okay, go ahead. What were you thinking first while I write my stuff down? Because he threw me off. I have, yeah, Mickey, I'm sticking with you, so. <laughs> oh, so you don't have a thought. All right, so tight tank top. I want to pour it in White your, I want to pour it in your mouth with my tongue. We want to take a ride. I was getting either man for woman vibes on this one or woman for woman vibes on this one. Mm, strong answer. Michael, I need an answer, sir. Okay. It's a 50-50. I'm going to go with the... Hold on, hold um, on, hold on before you go. Because this is taking a little bit too much time, this will be the last question. Oh. So if you get it wrong, Chris is automatically going to win. So you have some time to to think about it. First. Okay. Yeah, that's why you get to go. That's what I'm saying. You have the advantage here. Right on. Men for one. (laughs) Come on. 
<laughs> Would you say man for woman? Yeah. Think about it. Are you sure? I'll give you an opportunity to change it. I like you so much better than Chris. I just want you to win. Oh. <laughs> hmm? I believe you. <laughs> so is that what you want to go with, man for woman? No, woman for woman. Oh, he's saying it the woman for woman. Why would you change your original answer? <laughs> I know. Nobody does that. I know. That's why I did it. Oh, my so, God. So, well, if you lose, it's on you. It's not on me. I told you. You know. I don't know what I yeah, told I you. Told me. All right. So what are you going to go with? Stick with it. I need you to lock one in. I'm going to go for woman for woman. Now it's woman for woman. Yeah. All right. You get it right, Mike. My boy. You and me. Ooh. Dirty honey. Weird. Dirty honey. Come on. Woman for woman is his answer. That's what he's locking in. Y'all I'm getting down and dirty or what? That's incorrect. Oh! <laughs> My boy, Chris, I was just playing you, man. We got him. We got Mike. Right on. It's man for man. Oh, man right. for man. Man, come on. Tank hmm. top, white pants. That makes sense. Porn tongues. Tank top, white no. pants. Classic game maneuver right there. <laughs> Buy a nickel. <laughs> Buy a $3 bill. <laughs> All right, Mike, I'm just playing with you, brother. Thanks so much for listening. Try back tomorrow. We'll have some more tickets for you, okay? All right. Have a great day, you guys. All right. You too, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hold on. There's Chris. Hey, Chris, congrats, dude. Thank you. You're welcome. We got him, you know. We planned it all out. <laughs> I, I think he believed me that you and I had heat, but no. All right, so a pair of tickets for Dirty Honey, special guest Austin Mead. That's Ace of Spades, October 19th. The Can't Find the Break Store, courtesy of Live Nation. For everybody else you want to buy tickets, LiveNation.com. We'll have another pair to give out tomorrow. We appreciate your time, my friend. You have a great rest of your day, and hang on the phone, okay? Thank you. All right, thank you, sir. All right. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Um, anybody got an answer for this? And then I'll tell you why I'm asking when we get back. What would be considered erratic behavior on Facebook to the point where someone needs help? Oh, Nikki D can answer that. And I if can. you've and if you've ever done it, and what did you do? Because I got a wait. All right, remix. I'm listening. And, well, I can't do it now because he's playing the music. And I stuff, know, but yeah. So I got a situation, mm-hmm. and I see it every day, and I and I feel helpless, even though this I'm not very close to that person. But I feel like somebody should step in and do something, but I don't know if it's a work or not. Anyway, I'll explain here. If you got anything, 916-909-0985. Again, what would be considered erratic behavior on Facebook or even social media in general to the point where that person needs help? And if you've ever actually helped that person, they needed help. I'm curious. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. Me, glass house. You, glass house. No glass house. We started out this show today with Nikki D taking shots at both me and Nelson saying we eat loud. Mm. And during the break, she just sucked on a peach. Sounded like some cracked floozy in a back alley. I took a simple bite of my peach. Oh. Thank you. He he heard it and didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. He thought we had a water leak. Yeah. I was like, is that some dripping on the ceiling? It's juicy. That's not my fault. Yeah, and you got every bit of that juice. Oh, yeah, you juiced it. <laughs> You are, you are, you are a black and decker. You are a juicer of your own. I am a phenomenal eater. Yeah. It's, uh, you just, I tell you, the way that a woman eats a peach tells a lot about you. <laughs> Men are probably at first very excited and then very oh. scared. Oh, yeah. God, you leave something. You know. yeah. 
soul sucker. It's like, God, I wish there were a spoiler alert or I wouldn't have watched the movie to begin with. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be considered, my question before break, uh, what would be considered uh, erratic behavior on Facebook or any social media, I guess, any platform, to the point that the person needs help, your help? And uh, I, I bring this up because, you know, you see so much stuff on social media. You don't know what's real, what's not real, even including from your friends or people that you follow or they follow you. Uh, but in my Facebook feed, there's a guy that I used to work with years and years ago. He's a lot older than I am. And I know that he struggled with certain things here and there. And it always saddens me to see people that I knew at their peak of their prime mm -hmm. that you just didn't think there would be a downhill fall. Mm -hmm. And then the older they get, for whatever reason, there is that downhill decline whether it's financially or mentally or professionally or Talk personally. Deteriorate. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and some of them, you know, implode themselves. Yep. They self-destruct, and I think that's what happened to this person. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not very close. But they post the oddest things, like they give their phone, and, and, and they're, they're a public figure, so they give their phone number out on their social media asking for people to come and pick them up. They, this person... Asks for places to stay, asks for gas money, and then always follows it up with their phone number, which I think Dang. is very, very odd to the point where it's not real. Like, you know, I almost think it's a bit, but it's not. Are they an entertainer that it would be a bit, or is this just a regular person? No, they are an entertainer. Okay. But it's not like, it, like a bit out entertainment. It's not like a, the YouTube videos where they're like, no, hey, no, can no. I borrow $5? I'm no. actually going to give you 500 no, right. no, 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 no. It's nothing like that. It's like It would be like uh, if we hadn't talked to each other, let's say, in 20 years, Nikki, mm -hmm. and you saw me on your Facebook feed or something saying these same things. I would be a little shocked. I, the first thing I would want to find out, though, is, is this a bit? Because I think he retired. I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that would be erratic behavior. That's all I can keep thinking. I mean, I've been mm -hmm. meaning to bring this up for a couple of days now. But, like, I see it every day. Every day there's something. Like, the last post is, I'm good. I found a place to stay. Uh, I should be okay for a few days. And I'm like, what happened to you? Right. You know, I saw somebody that we both know recently who did that. And, and I'm not going to say it's erratic. They were falling on hard times. And they asked people on Facebook to help them pay their rent. Yeah, but if you know it's legit, that's mm -hmm. one thing, right? This person, I don't know who it is, but I'm sure it's legit. Right. This person, I'm I'm assuming it's legit, but I don't know because I don't talk to them. I was never close with them. I don't I don't know how you find that out. If I but mean, what do you do? What like do I think you reach out to them and you just say, hey, like one of the posts, if if you see they ask for uh, gas money or something, like uh, reach out and say, hey, you know. I've, See, looks like you might be a little down on your luck. Like, you know, what's going on? You need some gas money. Like, I mean, you might send them $10, $20, but that'll open the door for you to talk to them and figure out what's going on. What's going to open the door to is them asking you for more and more money. In, I don't know about that. In my experience, you are correct, Nelson. You use a Google number when you text. Yeah. When, when, well, they've got my phone number. But, yeah, I've done that before. There's been people in my past that have reached out, and I hadn't talked to them in years. And I just believed them, trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And once you open up Pandora's box, man, she is a crazy bitch. 
Yeah. Like, she she just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. And yeah, then, but you know how to handle that. Yeah, you got to be a dick. Then you're rude. Right, right. Like, when you cut somebody off, that's that's rude. Now you're the bad guy. Oh, you can't help me. Dude, I've been helping you for four months. Right. But your question was, do you step in to do something? How can you step in without saying, hey, what's going on, and offering something to step in to mm. say, you know, what, what's the problem? I think the answer is you don't step in. I think you do if you you care enough to be bringing this up. This is a person that even though you may not be close to, like you had some type of respect for, at least I'm thinking. Well, truth be told, it's a slow news day. Mm. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I appreciate Nikki not busting me out when she said she saw my post asking for rent money. So that was nice of her. Was that you? <laughs> no, oh, that wasn't him. But it was somebody I knew. And I almost did though. I told her I was thinking about going on TikTok and just putting my, my cash out and everything. Going, hey, I need some help. <laughs> and I advised him. Not well, to there, do there's, that. there's a there's a way to do it now. <laughs> like if you're, you know, and I've always said this about those that are on the streets. You know that that if you really want, you know, if you're in a situation and you want to make cash by, you know, I guess begging mm-hmm. is lack of better terms, but whatever it is, if you provide something for somebody, people feel better giving you money. Like they're not like, even if you're going to go buy whatever it is with it, mm-hmm. you know, the, the people like, I have no problem. Anytime I pass somebody on the street, I throw money out. I have no problem with that. You know, even though I'm a big fan of hand up out versus a handout, but mm-hmm. right now here and there, you might need something to eat. Let me help you out. That's sure. fine. But if you really want to make some money in that situation, and that's what you do, mm-hmm. each into their own, right? Supply something for somebody. You see now, the gimmick on the streets now is the kid playing the violin. Right. Mm. Absolutely. I was just going to say that. And I don't know when this happened, but there has been an influx of individuals that have been awesome at the violin for all these years and are now <laughs> displaying their talents in grocery store parking lots. Uh-huh. I don't know where they've been all these years, but just in the past five years, they've decided to band together, spread out across the country, and display their talents in the parking lot while their parents sit back and watch. But history shows- They've got no money for lessons, but right. they are really good, but they're not really playing. They're not really playing, but just because you think they are, music is involved, you're getting some type of entertainment, you're going to be quicker to drop money in that bucket. Even the some of the little um, groups that are coming up now, they sing it, they're standing out in front of the stores singing now. Oh, yeah. And I give them money as well. Absolutely. You sing. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. care if you're good or not. If you got the balls to be out there and that's what you... You provide entertainment. You deserve to get paid. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Well, that's what this little one of the guys in this little stand-up community that I've joined into here in SAC does. He has a ukulele, of all things. He's not really playing. And he, have well, one. he plays it. He has a ukulele, and he goes every once in a while, he's like, well, I got to make some. Uh, he can't drive, so he has to take Ubers and things like that. And so he goes, well, I got to go do some busking. And I go, you're going to, like, I've never heard of anyone actually just doing that. He's like, yeah, yeah. Set up outside of a, a Whole Foods or whatever, start playing my ukulele, and people throw money in the hat. It's called busking. Busking is what that's called when you I play music never for money knew like that. that. And there's it's, there's no different than being Spider Man on the Vegas Strip, right? That's yeah. busking. I, I love street performers. So <laughs> if you can take you know what most people would look down upon as being homeless mm-hmm. and always without, like everybody's got some sort of talent. And if you're just have some type of oomph in you to go, what well, I'm going to display my talent. You could probably do pretty well for yourself. Where can I go to just be fat for money? A uh, buffet. Only fans. 
I mean, you got to give them money, but yeah, yeah. no, I want to get the money. <laughs> I just take my shirt off and I'll just be fat, and you give me money. Unless you steal the tip. Well, no, Bert Kreischer's made a great career out of. <laughs> yeah, no joke. I mean, you're funny. You're f- overweight. Yes, you know. So I got it all. Bert Kreischer has done it. He just takes the shirt off. You got to have a story right. behind it, though. I just like have to have the one story. Yeah, well, go well, take your shirt off and tell some jokes. But what I was saying about the 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 internet version of that <laughs> is there's some what they call begging or whatever the stars and. You know how you can yeah. give to people like they're providing content and it's no different in person and it is on social media vice versa it goes both ways if you're providing content and somebody likes your content and you have the little give me stars or give me whatever mm-hmm. and people give you money i mean that's just another form of old school begging there's this one girl i see on tiktok who's like come in and fat shame me and if we hit my goal i'll go buy a cheeseburger and eat it <laughs> And people are like, half of them are roasting her, and half of them are giving her money. So watch her eat a cheeseburger. Uh-huh. Well, why t- don't you try that, Nelson? I don't know. I'm telling you, you go on OnlyFans? Do you, you let me th- direct your videos? Yeah. <laughs> He'll get you yeah, money. Yeah, you told me I got to eat chips with my butt. Did I? You did. You, did. you don't remember that? He doesn't even remember. He's like, did I? He's like, that's a great idea. <laughs> it really was a good idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's coming back to him now. Uh, remembering yeah. it. <laughs> you make a lot of money eating chips out of your butt. <laughs> I, I get, you know what? You're probably right. You name me somebody else on the internet that's doing that right now. They're not. Now you gonna, I guess this afternoon, that's just Nelson, OnlyFans. <laughs> Since the cameo thing's not working out. Yeah, no. Yeah. Don't be buying that. Not getting any video requests? <laughs> no. Didn't think so. Uh, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how a daughter's obituary write-up shocked family and what Americans are sick and tired of. All right, get you those two big stories from today. We appreciate you listening and get you learned a little bit here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530 Good Air. They do have the best service. They do have the best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. A daughter gave the truth, and people couldn't handle it. H5. I just wanted to be open and honest about my feelings. She's not sorry for her loss and wrote this obituary about her father. A woman recently wrote a brutally honest obituary about her father after his passing, and she wanted to also thank the people who care for him in his last days. Her name's Amanda Dennis. She lives in Canada. And the first thing she wrote in the first line of the obituary was that, I'm pleased to announce the passing of my father after suffering multiple strokes, one thankfully leaving him unable to speak. The abusive narcissist, absentee father, husband, brother, son, finally kicked the bucket. Do you do that? Do you get the last word? She definitely did. No, I didn't ask if she did. I know. That's the oh, new like, story. Would I I'm do asking, that? do you in general? I probably wouldn't do that, no. I think it's great. I yeah. think it's good that someone else did do it. I, I wouldn't do it. I will wait years for a receipt. Mm-hmm. And if that's the receipt, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I always I, want him to know that it's going to happen. No, you want, no, he knows. Mm-hmm. You want the world to know because mm-hmm. that's who doesn't know. Like, I, I've, it's, it's interesting that you have this. I've always thought of when my first stepfather passes. He's like 91 right now. He lives in Jacksonville, Florida. And when that son of a bitch dies, I want to write an obituary and tell the world about how horrible of a person this guy was. Man, it really is a, the good to die young. You know what I mean? Well, why does that piece of trash get to live to 90? My mom couldn't make it to 56. You know, this, is, this guy was horrible. Abusive right. in every aspects of it. And so I'm going to, you know, 
whatever the paper is there, I'm going to write me a little, put it online. Or at least I'll put it on my own social media. I was going to say, you'll probably put it on your social media. They normally won't publish an obituary if it's not from the family. And even in this case, it was a daughter, and they took her obituary down. The funeral home did. But here's the thing. It's got to be factual. It can't be so much of an op-ed piece where it's how you felt. Like, I'm glad that guy's dead because when I was 10, he would not let me go to the mall by myself. (laughs) He was a horrible. Like It can't be one of those things. Right. If he was abusive or whatever the case may be, you know, and did some bad stuff, I think the world should know about it. If he did that to her, but it's it's one of those things where you told this story before where your thoughts of what a person was and what they were to you were different than somebody else in your family's thoughts of the same person. So who's to say that you can publish what you feel that doesn't mean it's necessarily the truth? In my situation? Yeah. Oh, me. I mean, I lived it. Like, well, you said I mean, that like, your I, I, thoughts and how you feel about your grandmother was completely different from one of your cousins. Oh, my you grandmother. About it. Right. Yeah. OK. Well, well, that's OK. Well, so you're saying two different people have a different view of the same person is what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but again, I'm not talking about your emotions and how you viewed it. Like you got in a disagreement. I'm not talking about something on a smaller scale. I'm talking about something on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. You know, like in this situation with this woman in Canada, it sounds like for years she held resentment mm-hmm. because of how this guy was and how he treated her, which probably molded her into a dysfunctional person. Could be. but I what can I'm... tell you right now, that guy molded me into a dysfunctional person easy. Right, right, mm. right. I get that. But what I'm saying is she wasn't raised in a house with him. So say the kid who was raised in a house with him didn't view him that way is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. Well, I still think she should do it. Okay, she did We're for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very much catch-22 type of okay. thing. This is a double standard conversation. <laughs> right. Gotcha. All right, next one. Most Americans are fed up and enough is enough. H6. The two-party system, at least on the surface, has been dominant in American politics since the Civil War. It makes good sense for young people to ask, is this the way it has to be? Can't we do better than this? A new study by the Pew Research Center finds that 65% of Americans say they often and always feel exhausted when thinking about politics. A smaller majority of 55% feels downright angry. 10% feels hopeful at the prospect and a rare few, 4% feel optimistic. Do you know why people like to talk about politics? I really don't know. I've never I got, understood I can tell that. you. Why? It justifies things that they've always wanted to say out loud <laughs> because they can associate it with a quote-unquote leader that feels the same way. That makes a lot of sense. So versus you saying... This is how I feel and what I think. Not even that. It, this is how it should be, mm-hmm. which is how you've always felt, but might not be the thing to say because it's disrespectful or something like that. You now feel justified, or probably always have felt justified, because that guy that's running for office feels the same way. Because well, Governor Sampson said it on CNN or whatever, right? So, right. so yeah. So if 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 he said it, you can you can say it and feel the same way, yeah. even though mm-hmm. you've always felt that way. It, and it's weird because as you know, kids hate that stuff, right? Growing up, we all hated it, and it was like the older you got, the more you talked about it, and you mm-hmm. always said, "There's no way I would do it." But the older we get, we find ourselves roped in it. Politics today is what shock radio was in the 90s. Yeah. You know, it's it's a the things that they say and they can do and they can get away with speaking out loud 
is the stuff that the FCC would fine us for back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or you would be old school canceled or fired. Mm-hmm. They get a pass for whatever reason. And it's it's all as it is, it's smoke and mirrors. And the sheep that follow along and believe what these people have to say are like, you've got to be joking. Like, you don't even know that person. <laughs> well, now it this, seems like people This Bobert situation is mm-hmm. a great example. Yeah. Like, what a phony baloney. Right? I mean, lies, tells the truth, lies, tells the truth. I mean, it's not just you think she lied. She lied. She lied. Like, le- legitimate, she lied. I'm not vaping. And you're okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say the conspiracy to jump in that she wasn't set up because that camera was fixated on her. Well, right. But, nonetheless, you still lied. Just own it. You know, pull the letterman. Yes, I slept with my intern. I yep. wasn't married. It was the wrong thing to do. do? The news hasn't gotten a hold of it. I'm just giving you a heads up. By the way, we've got a great show tonight. Top 10 when we get back. <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> Boom. It's done. All right. Our second keyword uh, for the trip to Hawaii, thanks to Disney. You'll be staying at the Disney Alani Resort. This is a fantastic, fantastic promotion. If you're not familiar with it, I'll tell you all the details and give you the keyword and tell you what to do with that keyword when we return. Hang on. 98 Rock. Sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. You know, Billy Squire might be the only artist that MTV ruined. Mm. How was that? Because I forget what the video was. It wasn't for that song. But he put out this video, and it was horrible. And he was just goofy dancing, wearing goofy clothes. It was shot goofy. Uh, it, it also happened to Aria Speedwagon, too. They shot a real goofy video, but it didn't ruin them. Like, it, like after that, Billy Squire was, like, non-MTV existent. There's a whole documentary that talks about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, like you watch the video, you're like, oh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking, Like Bill? a guy that you know, kind of came across, you know, even – with stro- you know, stroke, man, stroke, man. like it's tough, right? It's got that tough feel, and you watch this video, and you're mm-hmm. like, dude, you're not so tough, <laughs> not so tough. Uh, it's the BSA. Thanks for listening, appreciate it. Uh, my name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. We got your nine o'clock keyword um, for this trip to Hawaii. Here's the deal. Again, you know, for those in the know, I'm sorry I keep repeating myself, but there's a lot of people that might just be hearing this for the first time. So each and every weekday, and this is going on for another week, right? We're giving you these tropical keywords, and when you hear them, and they take place, we're telling you what times it take place. So 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m., then 1 p.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. When you hear that keyword, to the quickest of your ability, you need to go to the 98Rock website, which is krxq.net, krxq.net. Right there on the homepage, it's really simple, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and you just type in the keyword, it walks you through it. And if you win, here's what's going to happen. You got to find three friends. So four people going to Hawaii to stay at the beautiful, magnificent Disney's Elani Resort. This includes round-trip airfare on Southwest Airlines, a voucher for four round-trip ground transportation, room accommodations for you and your buddies. Uh, This is for four nights, by the way. Yes. And then a $200 resort credit for you to do whatever you please. And all you got to do is listen and put up, you know, at least with us. I mean, I'm sure you enjoy Mickey and the rest of this day, but, you know, 6 to 10, you got to put up with us. Mm-hmm. So put up with us and you can go to Hawaii. And that's just us bribing you to listen, uh, which is not a problem. I'll openly admit that. But this is really, really cool. So the key word for right now is island. Island. Nice. I-S-L-A-N-D. Island. I almost forgot the keyword because I was just going on a run there. <laughs> so take that, need that. Yeah, take that keyword island to krxq.net and uh, win yourself a trip to Hawaii. There you go. 
How people fall for these Ponzi schemes blows my mind. I'm going to go through this story. It's a local story. It's out of Stockton. And I've written down the red flags. I had an opinion until earlier, so now I don't have one. 61-year-old Talila Salola Walker Sumche. Long name. Claimed to use a secret algorithm to lure investors for defrauding. Red flag, secret algorithm. Well, there's two red flags. Tallulah Salilas Walker Sumche. <laughs> That's the first one. Usually someone with a jacked up name is lying. Mm-hmm. Right? The second is I have a secret algorithm. Mm-hmm. Right? Nobody's got a secret. Like If it's a secret, they're not telling you. Right? No. Right? Uh, this 61-year-old Richmond resident is facing more than 30 counts after law enforcement officials say she ran a $13 million Ponzi scheme out of her Stockton office. U.S. Attorney's uh, Office uh, officials, they say this, defrauded investors within the country as well as in Australia and New Zealand, New Zealand, winning them over by convincing them she uses secret al- algorithm, uh, allowing her to get money quick. Getting money quick no. is always a red flag. But, but, but people fall for it. We mm-hmm. all fall. Well, you know what? We all fall for it, actually, because that's why we play the lottery. Yeah. That's why we gamble. But it's not a scam, though. You can't yeah. actually win. But it's still, and that's not my point. I'm not saying it's a scam. I'm saying the point is is to get money quick. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's what we all do. So for somebody to fall for somebody else saying, hey, look, you can get money quick, we're all at fault for that. Okay. No matter what it is. Uh, some Che also told investors if they gave her 30 k then they would receive a home worth about a half a million dollars. Well, now, that makes no sense. I, I would never believe that. I don't care who told me that. Yeah. So if you're getting a $500,000 house, you're going to, if you're putting 10% down, that's $50,000 uh, if you decide to do that. Um, I mean, like you could possibly, I guess, for thirty k find a half a million dollar house and be able to get it. But why would you have someone else do it? Right. That's the red flag. Okay. So in, uh, instead of investing the money, Officials say this uh, some chum 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 used it for her own personal expenses as well as paying back earlier investors. That's how a Ponzi scheme works. Yes. You start off, you get X amount, mm-hmm. you find somebody else, you take their money, <laughs> excuse me, take their money, you put money in your pocket and pay the person off before so they yes. think they're being taken care of. And they yeah. tell their friends. And they tell their friends and then it just keeps rolling over. There's one person that will always be SOL. No matter what. Normally the last person who's putting in. And they're the ones that usually go and complain. Yep. Yes. Because they're not, that's how it gets all screwed up. Yep. So sometime in, in, in the future, these Ponzi schemers have got to realize that you got to take care of everybody in order to stay Ponzi. Yeah, but then you can't Ponzi. Well, Ponzi can Ponzi if you get everybody taken care yeah, of. But how do you take care of everybody? The whole idea is you are robbing someone. No, but they just have to feel like they're being taken care Gotta of. Got to keep oh, the clientele coming, too. If you're saying, hey, give me a million dollars, I'm going to, in dividends, you know, usually, let's say, uh, what a financial guy would tell you is, like, I'll get you 10% on your money, so you'd be looking at 10 k a month okay. that you could get on return. They're coming back and saying, I can get you 30 k a month. Mm. Uh, then you're going to have to find that 30 k in order to take care of them. Mm. Right. Right. So in order to, to, to make up your, your end of the deal. So more than a thousand investors and thirteen million dollars later, this sixty-one-year-old some chum 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 is uh, facing charges of wire fraud, securities fraud, and the sale of unregistered securities. She faces a maximum of twenty 
years in prison, a $5 million fine, which we'll never see that $5 million. See, the problem is if you're going to be the Ponzi-er, you got to have like a, you have to have an end date on your scheme. Is like these guys, they just keep going and going and going until they are caught. But let's say you're saying $13 million. What about at $8 million? You take the $8 million and you go to a non-extradition country. So you're saying be more of a frugal Ponzi schemer? Yeah, you have an end game so that you're going to stay ahead of them before they, anybody catches disappear. up. And disappear. And then you go somewhere that the U.S. cannot come and get you from. Ecuador or whatever, where was it that old boy that leaked all the WikiLeaks? He was in the Ecuadorian embassy. Go to Ecuador. I wonder how this starts, though. Like, you know, this woman has to have some type of, maybe she's just a con artist, who knows. Mm-hmm. But she looked mo- like a con artist. Does she? I <laughs> yes, didn't see the does. picture. Did you would know. You fall for him all the time. I actually do. That's why I said I don't know that I have a strong opinion on this because I felt great about investing my money, and then you're telling me that those guys probably scammed us. I'm thinking I have hundreds of thousands of dollars somewhere that one day I'm going to claim. Can you go look? Well, she's have- Nelson. You don't know the history. Oh, there's history. She's she's uh, she's she's what the kids call naive. Got it. Yeah. I, well, at that point, I was. I was only 19. Well, we're not just talking about at that point. What let's, does that say about me let, if she owns me? Let's talk about the tax return lady. That's not being naive. She went to my church. Oh, that means she's oh. legit. Exactly. Let's talk to some of the altar boys that have been touched. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think Anamanapia or whatever the hell this woman's name is doesn't go to church? She probably found some of her clientele there. I don't know if she goes to church, but she didn't go to my church. This, okay? one, this one year, you know, we're talking about some tax story in the air. Boring. <laughs> and Nikki's like, you know, I haven't got my taxes back yet. I was like, you should have gotten them back by now. <laughs> yeah, it's like August. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> and I, I said, well, why haven't you gotten your taxes back? I don't know. <laughs> Keep calling her. She says they're coming. I was like, well, who is this woman? She goes, ah, it's the first time I've used her. She's at my church. Haven't seen her lately, but she's at my <laughs> church. <laughs> So where's her office is at? Church. It's in the no nail plaza, the plaza with the nail salon. <laughs> I go, oh boy, yeah. You don't want to get your taxes done at the place next to the nail salon. It was a startup business. She was just starting oh, out. She started up stealing. I was helping out her business. She didn't steal. What she did was she didn't properly input my information. So she had me <laughs> getting a check instead of direct deposit because it gave her more money back this acts this mistake happens all the time when i put the return name and address as mine oh yeah versus the clients <laughs> it is an honest mistake and you know it's honest because i go to your church <laughs> which is the best place to meet people to scam mind you right because they're trusting because they're trusting i don't normally get scammed at church though that, that was the first time for me that and the baby delivery department at the hospital just wander yeah. the hallways when somebody has a kid because they're not thinking and go you need a college fund for that kid, and I can help you. God. So she's a little. There was, so what was the other thing that you fell for? There was something else, didn't you? I don't know. I'm trying to think. That's why you're broke. You'd be I'm a not- millionaire right now if you didn't invest in Iraqi money and <laughs> nail salon plaza tax people. <laughs> Where was your mom with that phone call? Hey, uh, Nikki, you remember Nasty Michelle? She went to church with us. She stole your money. <laughs> gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta gas this car up. <laughs> call, call waiting. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. What the hell, mom? Well, can I get a little gone. bit more texture with that, mom? Like, no, 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 no. I, I gotta go. I said, I gotta go. It's, <laughs> it, you know, when I saw this story, I was like, you know, I want to read it. And I want to look at Nikki when I'm reading it because <laughs> I want to see her body language. 
And it was funny because I was about to get angry with her. I'm like, you're not going to participate in this story. Like, you're not, you don't have anything. <laughs> but it, it, she goes to a different place when it hits home. Yes. <laughs> and you could see her face. She strokes out and she just gets angry inside. And she, she doesn't realize that she's a broadcaster and has to speak what she's feeling. <laughs> and she just shuts down. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read it and I'm going to look at her. And she's not going to participate at all. And if she does, she's going to say dumb things because she's just going to try to participate. No, I was going to participate until you said it earlier. Like, yeah, that's why we're going to talk about later the Ponzi scheme. You fell for it. And I'm like, dang, did I? This whole thinking, time I'm thinking I have funds out there that's unclaimed. I'm gonna, I might be rich. Walk me through that quickly. You were 19. You were in the Navy. You were where? In Chicago. In Chicago. And you, walk, and you're, you and your buddies are walking down the street. We are walking down the street. We are going to this chicken place. Of course. It's always a chicken place. Always a chicken place. And as we were getting ready to walk into the chicken place, it was an office next to it. And these really nice looking guys with like suits and ties on, they came to the door and they were like, oh, you guys are, you know, just got out of the boot camp. Thank you for serving our country. And we're like, yeah. And they were like, can we talk to you guys for a second? And we're like, sure. So we go into their office and they sit down and talk what to us. What was the name of their office? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I didn't even remember any of this happened until I read one of these stories about like having unclaimed money and stuff you put into, and it just claimed to my brain like, oh my gosh, I did that when I was nineteen, and I lost my paperwork, so I probably have like hundreds of thousands. I could be oh, a millionaire my. and don't know it <laughs> because I was invested into this RA or whatever it was since I was not, like my entire military career. That money came out of my check, and I didn't even pay attention to it. And what did they promise you? They just they just said it's one of those. So like, you gave these. Hold on, slow down. You're walking down the street, mm-hmm. Chicago, with your buddies. You're 19. You meet some good-looking guys. That's mm-hmm. we don't remember the name of the business that took our money. No. We just remember that they're good-looking guys. They were. Our offices <laughs> would dupe them and run. <laughs> That's the badge speaking. <laughs> you go into their building mm-hmm. and you sit down with them. Yep. They get your bank information. They got all our information. And they're taking money from your paycheck. Mm-hmm, me and my friend. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not your paycheck. Your bank account. Mm-hmm. Do you still have the same bank account? No. Okay. They were taking money from your bank account for God knows how long. Right. You're not looking at your statement to see how much money they're taking. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Not at all. Can you even go back to the old bank statements? Like, can you call that bank up? I don't. I don't. I have Barnett? to sit down and really do some backtracking and try to figure this out because it was one of those like CD things or RAs that just collect money you over keep time. Saying, uh, uh, do you mean an IRA? Oh, maybe. A I don't know. CD has a finite amount of time. Well, he said that after a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. that we would have collected so much money into this thing that we can pull it out. That's what he told us, and we're like, "This is great." So we walked in. His name was Ti. He seemed okay. <laughs> He made us all LOL. I knew he drove a BMW, and it was cool. He's listening to ACDC. Wow. So he just asked, you know, for, for you know, if we'd like to invest in an IRA and ABC and a CD and a you-know-me. And we were like, of course we would. ABC, BBD. So he gave me my passcode to the account, mm-hmm. which I just remembered. It's B-R-O-K-E. <laughs> And then he took us to go see you too. <laughs> That's what happened. Almost so much just money like that. Just gone. It's gone. I, I'm trying to figure out how to trace it back. I bet your daughter's not even yours. Of course she's mine. <laughs> probably have one of those lives. Nope. I probably belong to one of those guys. Nope. <laughs>
<laughs> he took us to a drink uh, to get a drink, and you know, he he said he's going to pour it, but he wanted to pour it in the back for some reason. Right. It was weird. Woke up two days later and was pregnant. <laughs> And broke. <laughs> Pregnant and broke. <laughs> no. That's and my, my child story. looks just like me, other than the fact that she's white. <laughs> <laughs> not a drop of pigment. <laughs> Her name is Taylor. <laughs> Beware, people. Be careful. Oh, you're the one to tell them, right? Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm an expert on it at this point. What is this, ABC 10? You guys want to do an interview? <laughs> I got somebody for you. <laughs> Got to light up the cameras in the 98 Rock studio. That's all I ask. All right, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. You want to hear what could possibly be one of the greatest news eyewitness interviews ever? Yep. <laughs> I think it's from a station in South Carolina, if memory serves. You know that whole plane crash thing that happened the other day, the military gazillion-dollar mm-hmm. jet that went down and it went missing and Nobody knew what happened. Nobody saw anything. They couldn't find the pilot. And they finally find the pilot. And the pilot says that there was bad weather, uh-huh. which is a little conspicuous that we'd have a gazillion dollar fighter jet that can't, get, th- bad weather. can't get through some bad weather. <laughs> yeah, how bad was the weather? Yeah, like, and how bad was the weather where it went down? It's not like it was in the middle of a tsunami or something That's like right. that. Struck by lightning. So, a lot of questions with that. But anyway, not our job. Uh, but the news caught up with somebody that gave an eyewitness account, which is very few people saw this thing go down. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, between a screech and a whistle. Help! I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. Did a meteorite come out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. The thing was flying is too low. Choppers keep flying around. I said, well, something must, like somebody must have robbed a bank or whatever. Just through the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Anything man-made can malfunction. But it needs to be investigated, and the public needs to know what really happened. It could have been a major disaster. <laughs> they interviewed my yeah. uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's off to that guy. They literally interviewed my uncle. Oh, my gosh. Would that be your uncle? That would. <laughs> That would all day. He does my gimmick with the sound effects. He he does, and he <laughs> does it well, and he talks so fast that you have no idea what he's saying most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not extended. That's the full scream. <laughs> Again. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> really, sir? Is that how it sounded? <laughs> how it sounded. That does not sound like a fighter jet coming out of the sky. <laughs> I respectfully am going to disagree with you on the sound effect on that one. <laughs> and in, in the news world, you know whoever had the guy on camera, they, they high-fived afterwards. They're like, oh, yeah. You were great. We're going to market top 30. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're get, we're Send this tape out immediately. We're headed to Fresno, boys. <laughs> Pack your bags. We're going to Fresno. <laughs> That, I'm keeping that scream forever, by the way. You should. Yes. On every one of their phones that was with that, or they have the guy. He was like, yeah, yeah I'm, the, I'm the reporter that got the guy. <laughs> he could possibly be, be the new, hide your wife, hide your Yes, kid. for yes. sure. You know, that kind of guy. So, anyway. <laughs> hey, Jim, how are you today, my friend? Jim. 
Hello? Jim? Oh, hold on, let me try it again. Jim? No. Are the phone's hey, on. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm yeah. go- Did you have us on mute, sir? Were you doing something else? By accident, because I'm driving, and I went to put it where I wouldn't uh, have to hold it. Not a problem, my friend. What can uh, we do for you? I was <clears throat> listening to Nikki's little conundrum, and the biggest uh, clue she could have is go find her uh, old LES leaving earning statements. Mm-hmm. Her allotments that she had sent out monthly should be listed on it. That, that or a service great. jacket or a dispersing record. All right, let's 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 talk about this for a second, Jim. That's a great suggestion, Nikki. Do you know where you keep your LESs? I don't keep them anywhere, but when you're in the military, you can go back and pull them online. I, I, I'm sorry, I forgot what he said. What are they again, Nikki? LESs. It's our. Um, I mean, what does it stand for? Uh, it stands for legal estimated something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learning. Well, that is an S. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Jim. What would the LES stand for again? <laughs> Leave an earning statement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal, <laughs> estimated, <laughs> stitching, something. Yeah. I've Sam- been out of the Navy for 32 years. Well, the, the lettuce, eggs, sandwich. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've been out a long time. The question yeah. is, though, like, I think if I heard her correctly, didn't you say that the money was coming from your bank, not directly from your pay? It, that's how it is with when you have withdrawal set up from the military. So it comes out automatically drafted. So it will be on your LES statement. Okay. He's correct. Okay. Well, it's coming from, it'll be on your bank statement. So you just have to go through, it, it doesn't matter if you're in the military or not. You get paid from the military like at any other job. It goes into your bank. And then these people that scammed you. LES is like a check stub. I understand that. Yeah, but were you having. But the money was going into your bank and they were taking the money from your bank. She's trying. What she's trying to do is big league us here. I'm I not trying like to try- big league you. What try- he's telling me to do is I can look at all of my allotments on I'm, there. He's right. But he's misunderstanding where the money came from. Did That's you, he's not. Did you allot it from your military pay? No. no. Back then, guys, when those guys would pull to get you to do stuff like that, mm-hmm. they'd get you to sign up through allotments because it was a guaranteed right. delivery. Okay. Right. They would never bounce. <laughs> she's saying right. He's saving. I just you know. said it's an allotment. I said that before he said it. But I asked you that same question. You Spell said, it. whatever. She's, you guys are gonna always be right, and you guys are gonna know everything. And I don't know anything what I'm talking about. And I literally just said it's an allotment. He's correct. It would be on an LES statement. I don't know what other language you want me to say it in. You said your words. It came from your bank statement. Yeah, we're just going off. What you you said. said that. That's what I said. I thought. And but when he said well, it's, it's on an LES, I said he's okay. probably right. Did so, I not say that, Jim? You're probably right. I should check that. So because yeah. you said something at one time. <laughs> We believed you. Yeah. Now that Jim's on the phone saying something else, bless your heart, you're going, he's probably <laughs> right. Now we're supposed to change gears and believe you again. Yes, you are supposed to believe me because Jim's right. It was an allotment. Oh, now it- you're right, Jim. You're not probably right anymore. You are definitely right. Jim's right. That's okay. it. Jim, thank you I'm for Mr. your time. Right. Yes, you are Mr. Right, sir. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get a you get a you get a plane scream, sir. <laughs> All right, see you yeah, later. Yeah, I'll keep it up. Thanks. Right, thanks, thanks, brother. We'll see you. You're impossible. No, try- you're impossible. Well, you should be the her. impossible burger. That was a good diss. Right. I know. I'm going. I can't associate myself with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> If that man walks out that door. <laughs> if he walks out, I'm going to do headlines. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming Is he up? Leaving? He's leaving? He, oh, he left. You hear it click? He left. <laughs>
He really left. So we're going to go ahead and go into our fourth round of headlines because mm-hmm. Bailey's being a sour burger guy. So my first one is, I'm going to tell you, I was stabbing victim survived and what Musk is about to experiment with on humans. Am I supposed to say it? You're making a lot of aggressive eye contact with me. Who? 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 I'm not looking at you, obviously. Oh, he's standing outside aggressively No, no he's standing you. right there well, looking we, at me. We got to go to break. He doesn't want to talk. He just, he we got to go to break without him. He's being God impossible. forbid I'm not here one day. All right, fourth and final <laughs> round of headlines. Get your fourth and final round of That's all you got to say. Get your fourth and final round of headlines. So you were just making a lot of aggressive eye contact. We wanted to make sure you didn't want to come back and say I don't it. know if I know how to say I don't like you did. What? I'm wrong. <laughs> fourth and final round of headlines. All right, I'm leaving again. <laughs> Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. And ladies and gentlemen, fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. If you got a talkie box, goodguysheatingcooling.com. That is the website. Go there, get a hold of them, have them out to the house. Best service, best price guaranteed. Nikki D. This guy was stabbed in the back, literally. It's like you only see that in movies. It felt like it's he got disrespected by the guy not saying thank you to him. If we would have said thank you, would have been none of that would have happened. A 61-year-old guy in Northern California gets stabbed by a random trespasser. He's in his house, and all of a sudden, the lights go out. So he goes to take a look around outside, look at his probably in his power box, and when he walks outside, a guy's just standing there. He takes this knife, stabs him in the back. This, the guy who got stabbed, he's 61 years old. He's able to take the knife out of his own back, stab the guy who stabbed him with it, and then hold him down until the cops get there. That's badass. That wow. is. That's like something you'll see in a movie. Did he say anything? You got to say something. I don't. It doesn't say if he said anything. What would you say, Nelson? You get stabbed in the back. You pull it out of your back, and you stab the guy. You hold him down till the cops get there. You got to say something cool. A good '80s action movie one-liner. It doesn't have to be for a movie. I'm saying make up your own. Get the point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is awesome. I like it. What about you? Go. The point of no return. You can't say point. (laughs) While you're standing over him, (laughs) holding him down. Yeah. Now who has the edge? Oh, Oh, yeah. You're good at this, though. You you can just do this all day long. (laughs) Or if you want to quote a movie, Mm -hmm. I I, 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 I want Want the the knife. knife. (laughs) (laughs) He was arrested and charged with elder abuse, assault, and attempted murder. Oh, you're not... (laughs) Go ahead. Got to be sharper than that kid. Oh, damn. See, I told you he can do this all day. He'll never run out. Also, don't pull the knife out. Like, I understand you want to stab the other guy, but when something, when you've been impaled by something like that, they they recommend if you can leave it in, you leave it in. Because then you start bleeding more once you remove the weapon. As the guy's rolling around and you're holding him down, you're like, hey, kid, cut it out. (laughs) You got to say it like that, though. Uh You have to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I could go on. You could, I know. Yeah, you can do the next one. Okay, I'll thank you. I'll think of another one in the meantime. <laughs> in the meantime, Musk has to be a super genius at staying in the news. H8. Elon Musk's brain chip startup, Neuralink, says it has received approval to begin recruiting patients for its first human trial. A few months ago, nope, the FDA nope, nope. did approve the launch of human trials for Neuralink. Well, Elon Musk is now seeking people to sign up for this trial, period. You have to be over the age of 22. You have to be a quadriplegic uh, due to a vertical spine cord injury or have ALS. 
And if you qualify for this, they'll get you signed up for these trials. Now, you you won't be paid for it. Nobody will be compensated for it. They may uh, give you compensation for, like, your travel, gas, things like that, but you won't be paid for the actual Do study. you get to keep, like, the robot arms or whatever that they're going to give you? No, it doesn't say you get to keep See, any of those you know, things. That's a hard no for me. Elon, thank you for the opportunity, but I don't need you putting chips in my brain right know, now. But look how they get you in the beginning. So they go to people who you would think on the surface don't have anything to lose. Of exactly. Preying on preying on these people when in reality he's not wanting to do this to fix quadriplegics. He's wanting to do this to control chi- to chip everyone else. It's no different than saying, "Hey, look, we'll put you on the Sunset Dinner Cruise for free. I just need you to take a tour of the Hyatt." Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how that works. This has been around for a long time. Yeah. Don't get fooled just because it's uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> you know, it's you know, but then you then you start to second guess yourself. You're like, wow, this could be a good thing. Now, if you have ALS, which is a horrible, horrible disease. Oh my God! Right? You know, anybody that has suffered or right now has it, yeah. I just my heart goes out to you. So when your desperate times call for desperate measures, mm-hmm. and if you have an opportunity to be, you know, like to be a part of this, I've known people that have tried after all traditional medicine fails they've tried going down to mexico mm-hmm. they've uh they've tried things that no one knows about they just found through the grapevine you know you'll have a nurse in a hospital say hey look this is not working he's not going to live for another he's gone in four months but i know a guy you know you've got to trust You're them because do it, right? you've got nothing to lose yep and people do that all the time. And people do it all. That's how mm-hmm. it, it's not the tour of the Hyatt. It's that's how you get it. Desperation and yes. hope. Mm-hmm. And if you've got, you know, my buddy that, uh, you know, I always preach about getting checked, go to the dermatologist and, you know, and whatnot. And uh, a big hello and thank you to Roseville Dermatology. They're great. And uh, I've been there numerous times in the past six months since moving to Sacramento. I got to go back three more times. I got another Mohs surgery to do and then two quick cutouts. But I don't want to die that way. It was my buddy when I, he was 22, died of melanoma. And he got to the point where the hospital did just exactly what I said. They told his parents, there's nothing more we can do. Absolutely nothing more. Your 22-year-old perfect baby boy right. is going to die. Somebody told him about this experimental program that he could get a, be a part of, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I visited him in the hospital before he left, gave him a radio station T-shirt, said, I love you, in Hoke. And uh, he went off to this place. Next thing I know, I turn on like Dateline or whatever it was, and they're raiding this place. And I see my buddy Scott Molan in the bed oh, with a radio dang. station T-shirt, not knowing what's going on because it was phony baloney. Dang, whole thing was phony. But his parents, who were smart people, he is a very smart. He was a very smart guy. They're not dumb. They weren't dumb, but they were desperate. They were yes. desperate. Anything to save your child, you would try it at least. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine had breast cancer. Medicines that were taking place here, one, way too expensive, two, weren't doing the trick. Yep. They went down to Mexico, got it for like a tenth of the price, and it was better, believe it or not. Cured her. Wow. You know, or at least put her into remission, however that works, right? Well, that's good. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. 916-909-0985. Got a few on the text machine, so if you got something there, you can uh, we'll read those off. Uh, make it good, though. Make it good. Again, 916-909-0985. Roll some credits and get out of here for Thursday. Here in a minute. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's an angry Nikki D. 
angry. I just want y'all to recount things correctly. There's Nelson. Right. I'd like to thank our buddy Kyle for helping us out. As always, he's uh, getting ready to begin his sports radio program down the hall on ESPN 1320. We just received an in-house email that they will have a annual Halloween chili cook-off with mm-hmm. a costume contest. Uh, very excited. We like Halloween on this show. Yes. Most of us do. And well, me and you do. Yeah. It's not that I don't like Halloween. I'm just not dressing up for Halloween. No, you're that you guy. You have to dress up for Halloween. And now the conversation, at least during the break, is who had a better Halloween costume last year. Yes. Was it me or Nikki D? Now, last year, uh, I was not in radio. I was doing a podcast and built a podcast network in a business, and I had thrown a uh, an event, a ticketed event, and booked the Verve Pipe to perform at my event. Mm. It was very cool. It was something that was on my bucket list to do, and we had a blast. Now, my thing for Halloween is that I always mix two people together. Mm-hmm. It's That's clever. It's creative. Like, when I got fired from radio, I was Steve Nojobs. I've been SpongeBob Ross. That's good. I've been Willy Wonka Nelson. Okay. I've been Garth Vader. That's a good one, too. And last year, and this is the argument, who had a better costume, me or Nikki D? I'm telling her I did, and she took that as she did not. I said she had a great costume because she does makeups and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. that garbage. And not so, garbage. And so she does a very good job with the little paint-by-numbers and stuff. And I said it wasn't bad. It just you dressed as a character from a from a movie. I did. You know, whoops. And I look fantastic. People loved my costume. They came up to me all night long. Everybody wanted to take pictures with me. My costume was better than yours last year, and that's just what it is. Nelson, I sent you the picture of his costume. All right, she was fairly. She was Sally. I don't even know what that's from or who that is. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Nightmare Before I know. Okay. Okay, Uh And it was a fantastic costume, but it is nowhere near as good as Weird Al Capone. It's Capone, I see. Okay. See, he didn't even well, know what because you were. I, I guarantee the picture that he has does not have the hat or the gun. It absolutely has the it hat. It does not have the gun. It does not have the gun. All right, there you go. If you had the Tommy gun, it'd make more sense. Oh, yeah. If it had the Tommy gun, that'd be perfect. By yeah. the way, that's a real mustache. I grew that. No, he did that's not. Really good. I did. Absolutely, I did. Let me see. Uh, he looks exactly. I mean, he looks exactly like. Hey, don't put me in this position. He looks exactly like Weird Al. Thank you. Weird. Well, whose costume look better? Weird. Uh, this isn't clever. It's not. It's all about being clever and creative. I don't. <laughs> Stop. Breathe and give us an answer. Nelson, we don't have all day. The show's I, I think we got to go. No, actually. <laughs> you cannot cop we'll Stay out. until noon today. Who until you give us an answer. Costume. Bing, bing, oh. bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. I would probably put my name in the bucket for him because I like Weird Al. Oh my god! I, lo- I love Weird Al. You can't do, you can't do that's this fine. to me. If that's what you There's like, a little man like. sitting on a you know? log. Ask him his name. He said Yoda. Why <laughs> Yoda? All I'm saying is I didn't see many people taking pictures with him. So whatever. Go ahead. I was the host. Go ahead. What do you mean nobody took pictures? They took pictures of me anyway. A lot of people take pictures with you. I actually had a picture booth because so many pictures. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do the text machine? Yeah, do the text. You're so angry. Look, you can't. 
Don't come to work tomorrow if you're going to be this angry. This You've been angry all morning. This was my first time really having like a killer costume. And, and it was I just good. I get my credit. It was, here. no, you're getting credit. It's good. Just because you have a good something doesn't mean it's I the best. I want it to be the best. It's not. It I, was. Take this as a learning <sighs> moment. I'm going to pull up a poll on Facebook. I need more people to answer Look, this. Than listen to me. Nelson. Angry D. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me. Take this as a learning experience. And just work harder next year. You've got this chili gimmick coming up, man. I'm going to enter the chili cook-off. I better win that. And I'm getting me another costume this year that's going to be great. And I'm going to I'm going to send a company email out that says, please have Nikki D win because if not, <laughs> God help us all. Someone on the text machine says, Angracy. that dude screaming <laughs> sounds like James Brown. Oh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> he does a lot. I feel good. <laughs> and the last one says, how do you guys run out of time when you, oh, how do you guys run out of time when you're running three hours of commercials and music every day? Mm. Well, I don't think a that's question. a I think it's a shot. Is it? Dang, that's not nice. Meanie oh. pants? <laughs> you got anything else? Uh, Anne done a great job singing Stairway to Heaven. Oh, she did. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Talking with Ann Wilson yesterday. <sighs> we haven't aired it yet. We'll air it, but oh, my God. And that video of her making Robert Plant cry. Oh, it's just the best thing that's ever happened to rock and roll. I asked her, I said, what, you know, because I know, I've read, I don't know, but I've read, Led Zeppelin is not a fan of when people do stairway. No. Mm -mm. Hate it. Because nobody can do it right. Right. And I asked her, I said, uh, afterwards, what did he say to you? She told me. Yeah. Gave her some advice. In the conversation or in private? Like, we're going to get to that. Oh, son of a... Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. You'll hear it when okay. we hear the interview. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I thought it was going to be but like... But he told her in private. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how that works. I thought this was going to be like the time that Carly Simon told Stern who You're So Vain was about, but he won't say it on the air because she said it not during the interview. Yeah. Actually, I'm not going to air the interview. It's just going to be mine. I'm going to talk about it for a long time. <laughs> Never air it, though. And tell you how great it was and all uh-huh. the cool stuff that she said, but I'm not going to tell you what she said. It's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> I'm going to go down in history as knowing only that about Ann Wilson. <laughs> all right, Nikki D, what do you got? Oh, Sally, that girl. All right. Angry. <laughs> Nelson. And microfiber rolls. Oh, yeah, the microfiber shirt. Microfiber rolls. All right, look, uh, more <laughs> keywords coming up here for the trip to Disney. Oh, my, my phone's going out of control. It's, it's typing control. everything I'm saying. Oh, no, Stop. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Okay, more keywords coming up for the trip to Disney <laughs> to say at Disney's Alani Resort. Keep listening for that. Uh, we appreciate everything. Uh, give us a like, share, follow, listen to the BS on social media at The Bailey Show on uh, the YouTube. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow if all goes well at 6 and bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.